When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You don't like any talking heads at all? I mean, I, I'm not dissing you for it. I'm just, is this not, not like nothing a, that you think is. Listen, it's not that I hate the talking heads. I know, no, I understand. I don't, they're not my style. It's just, yeah. I like the songwriting. There's no the. Is it just talking heads? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe I would like it more if they were the talking heads. I'll they, tell you, okay. If they took themselves more seriously. I just, yeah. I just feel like. They were like, they listened to the B-52s, and they were like, hey, no. let's just be that guy. No, like no they were around the way B-52s. before the B-52s. Whatever, man. I just don't. That's like okay. The, they were like the first of that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. There was a couple other bands that were doing that type of shit. Well, I mean. And you may say to yourself, my God, what have I done? Where is my beautiful <laughs> wife? The Where heads, is my man. beautiful job? Where is my beautiful cat? Where is my beautiful house? <laughs> my beautiful Where is my beautiful picture of a cat? Hit hundred thousand dollars, millions so of dollars. It's just not my thing. That's all. It's I don't. Not, I don't begrudge anyone who likes the Talking Heads. I like the song. This must be the place. But oh, that's beautiful. There's a, that's a beautiful there's, song. There's a bunch of covers of it. I like every one of those covers more than I like their version of it. Wow. I'm just saying, it's just not my thing. It's who fun. hurt? Who hurt you? <laughs> David David Byrne hurt me. <laughs> David Byrne hurt you. I was in the fourth grade. Did he spacey you in he, a bar and he babysat me and spacey you. <laughs> When I was a youngster, David oh, Byrne. Oh, 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 don't even. <laughs> no, because now you're demeaning the actual you're Right youngsters. now, you're just you're you're ruining the brand. Listen, this is not a Talking Heads podcast. <laughs> We're gonna change the talk, name to that. If you want a Talking Heads po- podcast? Go listen to. Are you Talking Heads to my Talking Heads? Nope. Are you talking Talking Heads? Oh yeah. Heads are you to talking, talking Talking Heads? Head. This is not a Talking Heads podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I thought it was. Oh, I just blew out the microphone. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. I went skydiving yesterday. Yeah. Don't say it. I knew. I thought you were gonna say. Did you go Rocky Mountain climbing? Nope. Did you go two point seven seconds? I was gonna bowl make bowl name Fu Manchu. <laughs> Did you love deeper? <laughs> I only knew those few lyrics. You know the whole song. It's because I live like I'm dying. Man. Did you wear a wetsuit, a la Point Break? <laughs> uh, no, they no? Were, we got to wear whatever we wanted. But anyway, I was saying that you wanted me to continue this conversation on mic, but. Um, I'm trying to convince the guys to play there. Mm-hmm. And then the lady was like, if they don't want to jump, we'll give them the pass. They can sell the pass. I'd sell my, my jump. And and also Might as well. people have more of an incentive because it's like you can come to a show. Mm-hmm. Then you get to jump out of a plane with the band. So, yeah, you have to pay. But <laughs> that, You know what? That's an amazing idea. That's fine. I've fine. never heard of a promotional idea yeah. like that before. Involving like a, a musical artist, although I don't think any manager or agent in their right mind would let their band do oh, that for insurance not. reasons. Well, it's no. not going to be the but whole band. Still, it's it's going to be going to be three fifths. It's going to be three of us. Maybe if only two bo- If the boy does it, it's like I don't Derek know if the baby it. boy will do it. Me and Tim are a definite no. No, you don't want to jump I, out I of an airplane. I thought Luke airplane? would be fifty-fifty, but no. I guess he's a hard do you, no. Do you know why I wouldn't do it? Because hmm. I'd get up there, I'd jump out the plane. The guy would pull the chute; it wouldn't go off. The guy would pull the reserve chute; it wouldn't go off, and then I'd go. My God, what have I done? (laughs) 
Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's long, may you young. Mike Shue's whipping up. Margos. Yeah, we got to have margaritas for this oh, one. Margos. Welcome to Long May You Young, the only Neil Young podcast where we tackle each Neil Young album one episode at a time in order of release. And I know Nils Lofgren said it in the last episode. He went, wow. And he said it like we were out of our minds, which which could be true. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely true. Right. Thanks to all for all the uh, great feedback on that last uh, episode with the, uh, the legendary Nils Lofgren. Um, got a lot of positive feedback on that. Uh, yeah. A lot of people enjoyed that. A lot of people enjoyed Nails Lofgren as well. Yeah, Nails was a big hit. In fact, I did get a tweet <laughs> on the Long May You Young Twitter feed, which is at Long May You Young. Um, someone with a Nails-specific question. i got to find it. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but thanks you, to Nails Lofgren, Nils' half-brother. We, uh, we did get... A fi- another five star review on iTunes. Oh, you got to read the review then. So it's from someone. It's time for read the review. <laughs> I, I do like that. I can't wait for the spin off of this podcast where the jacket from Back to the Future gets his own podcast. The demand for the jacket is so high <laughs> that I just can't resist the offer to, to, so to do a, a jacket podcast. You get, you're going to get sued by Zemeckis. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Uh, this is a five star review from Dan Moshpit. The Dan Moshpit. <laughs> Dan Moshpit. Uh, hey, this is Dan Moshpit. What's loving up? The, loving the podcast, guys. You guys are the best. I rep it when I'm fucking wailing around, swinging my arms and shit, bashing into chicks. Dan Moshpit. Dan Moshpit out. Five stars. You guys done? You guys done with your Dan Moshpit impression off? Hand me my Oakleys. Also, <laughs> is it a good or a bad thing that we... We dude. just totally made We just talk statue. about... Sorry, dude. He's probably, <laughs> He's probably like, super nice. Really nice. You guys are the best I've ever heard. Oh, Thanks. <laughs> I mean, all right. So also, the, I've spent my fair share of time in mosh pits. I'm sure she yes, has, Yes, too. I have, too. Yeah. The caption is, this youngster's got a boner. <laughs> yeah! Damn mosh pit, baby. Wow. That's, he made it creepier. I didn't think that could be possible. <laughs> I love it. But he made it creepier. <laughs> Dan mosh about, pit. I'm all about Dan mosh pit. You're the Dan best, mosh man. Dan mosh pit says... I found you guys on the Neil subreddit and am pleasantly surprised at the sack tickling that happens every episode. <laughs> he knew he just <laughs> of all the read it. of all the musicians that deserve uh. a podcast dedicated to them. Neil is the biggest and best in my opinion. Thank you for taking your guys' passion and putting it into a form I can enjoy in my car each week. Really looking forward to the Neil and the shocking pinks episode for the inevitable vagina jokes that will accompany it. <laughs> Thanks again, Dan. There's some vagina and stuff in this in this. Uh, album. Oh yeah, yeah there's there lots of vagina. Yeah. A, uh, <laughs> and then he says, Dan Moss from Redding, California. Please give a oh, shout nice. out to all the true youngsters out there. Right on. Yeah, shout out Dan to you, Moshpit. youngsters from Dan Moshpit. You know what? If Dan Moshpit requests it, I'll say something in the jacket voice just for Dan Moshpit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just you you want him to write in yeah, something for something you to say. to say? You just want another five star review. Wait, are you going to be the jacket on Cameo? Are you going to yes, start your you own Cameo? Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was saying that was a, that was your jacket voice, shoe. Yeah, that's all I got. I can't because <laughs> when I do it like you do it, it sounds like I have asthma. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> what the <laughs> fucking you know? shit? And it's was like, that? oh my god, that's you know what that is? That's fucking forty years of bong hits. <laughs> 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 
Jesus Christ. It's it, it shoes curses. He can't not sound sultry and yeah, sexy. Yeah, he just whenever. can't not have like that deep, sexy voice. <laughs> I'm the jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made a sweet. Yeah, this is the jacket, baby. Yeah, I'm French. You're gonna wear. You're gonna wear me all night. Uh, Cause oh, you were about on, to sit and make the same joke, weren't you? Yeah, I was. You're, you're, you're about to wear me all night long, baby. <laughs> A uh, couple of things on our Twitter feed, the nails question. It's from the uh, guys who do Performance Anxiety, which is a great podcast, uh, also on the Pantheon Podcast Network like we are. And uh, it, it says, uh, it's a question. It just says, uh, do you guys have contact info for Nails Emporium? I need exactly <laughs> 72 cents worth of nails and some nail accessories. Uh, we'll get that to you. I'll tweet that back to you. Performance Anxiety. That's hilarious. I don't want to spoil anything, but I've been getting a few calls from Screwy Louie, Screws and such. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to make a field day Screwy Louie. <laughs> it sounded very similar to Nails Lofgren is all I'm going to say. Um, um, yeah. Jason uh, Muchler, I think I'm saying that right. So great interview with Nils, boys, of course, until Mike Shue asked Nils the Sophie's Choice question of tour <laughs> options at the end. Just kidding. Love the show. Get Nils back for trans. Yeah, I did ask oh, him if, yeah. if Bruce and Neil called at the same time. It's a good, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was going to hang up. <laughs> he, he handled that like yes, a Yes, he did. He did. But I'm sure it wasn't the first time, you know, someone asked him that. I think we all know, though. I mean, come on. Come on, you go with who brought you to the dance, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Tom Lofgren. That's who you go with. <laughs> it's right. You yeah, go with Tom brother, and yeah. his brother, man. You yeah. stick with your bro. Um, but thank you for uh, following us yeah, on you Twitter. Go with that, that, that badass weathered band, man. Yes. Oh, my God, band. with Andy Newmark on drums. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, check out Nil's new live album out August 21st. It's called Weathered. It's pretty awesome. That was an awesome interview. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, he's a great, he's yeah. a great interview. He's a great yeah. guy who's good with our questions you know we were all like mr lofgren remember <laughs> that time you played with neil I, even adam moore had nothing but good things to say yeah oh did he really yeah, on facebook he was yeah, like adam said some nice stuff i didn't i don't have it in front of me but he was just like wow nothing but nothing but when you can impress adam Morin. he just said that he was a really kind soul and something like that jeez and how yeah. about the john locke thing that uh N- that nils brought up didn't he say that john locke did something Am I or am I imagining that? Oh, John, our, our he so, said something about someone named John Locke. Yeah, and we have a a fan, named a youngster John named John. Yeah, Locke. a youngster named John Locke, and he was talking with some, one of our other youngsters on Facebook too. Just a couple of youngsters chatting away. Yeah. See, that sounds really creepy. Now you made Nils sound really creepy. <laughs> he was chatting with a couple of youngsters on Facebook. No, 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 no. Na- that, Nils wasn't. Okay, Nails John, was. John. Locke. Oh, John was. Yeah. All right. No, no, well, no. two youngsters were going back and forth. We're gonna have to Corey check. Nils had nothing John to do with Locke. it. That's is all on us. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? What is this? I know we're doing a Neil Neil Young <laughs> podcast for fuck's at, sake. At what point? At what point do our tangents become so ridiculous that our we just have to do a tangent podcast? No, it's, that's it's it, not gonna no, happen. Not on my watch, says Mike. No, Shue. no. It has to be because then it's not natural. Then it's like a thing. Yeah, you know. Do you think people would prefer? I know we were talking about this before we turned the mics on. Do you think people would prefer us to not do any kind of banter at the beginning? Do you think they would prefer us to roll right in with some like fuck them t- typical music and just be like, "This episode is one <laughs> of my we'll favorites." Today we'll cover the yes. time. Today yeah. we're covering the 1977. Yeah. 
American Stars and Bars, where Neil Young presented us with a country flair. You know, like nobody wants to hear it for, yeah. for fucking two hours. Just know. Shit yeah, like you know, that. you don't want to. We don't want to be. We said no. this before. We don't want to be too his, academic. Neil about dipped it. his proverbial toes in the country waters in this one. Yeah, you know, you know he's flirted with it before. Originally right? received well by critics, American Stars and Bars. Right, it's become, like yeah. reading a review. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, that's. It just it's like and, and it's so dry when when you listen to those. I kind of like doing this voice. Is that your music critic yeah, voice? Yeah, it's my music. Do Luke do yours and I'll do mine. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It and was the, a seminal album <laughs> for the Americana yeah, we movement. Yeah, got to have shoes voice too. <laughs> American stars and bars are not well received by critics. I don't think people like your jacket. They voice. don't like my jacket voice. <laughs> We still don't have margaritas in front of us. Sorry, yet. man. I'm trying to make in them here. In 2020, the gentleman who did the Neil Young podcast tried to do the jacket voice, and only one of them was well-received. <laughs> it started out as a Neil Young podcast. <laughs> it quickly became jokes. You know who you, know who you sound like now? You sound like Will Ferrell doing Harry Carey. Yes. Oh, hey, yeah, Jimmy, yeah. if my head was a giant hot dog, it's all would in you there, eat it? Man. It's just all in there, you know? There's nothing that's, you can do that's about actually, it. Shoot, that's actually really good. Uh, all right, well, thank you for all the, the feedback. You can uh, you know send us notes, ask for contact information for Nails Lofgren. Yep. Um, you know, any not de- Nils. We're not giving that away. No, no, we can't give Nils. But Nails needs the business. Mm. Uh, and if oh, uh, your Horse. friend, uh, wh- who's your friend that did the uh, Neil Young fedora on the sperm? Oh, oh yeah, Sarah, Sarah Lynn. Lynn. She did a great DeCarmo and Key one. No, she did. It was a Wang Chung. No, oh no, Wang it was Wang Chung. Chung. That's it. Yeah. They're so similar though. She just put Neil Young hats on. It's like DeCarmo and Key is like if Wang Chung found Jesus. <laughs> That's that's what it is. That's our new tagline, dude. That should yes. be when we do our Long May You Chung podcast. Yeah, Long May You Chung. We do that in, in a car in I the said? parking lot of a Dunkin' Donuts yeah. in uh, Charlestown. Did you see what I said to Sarah Lynn? I said, everybody have fun tonight. Everybody kneel young oh, tonight. Oh, my God. And then I said, after tonight, I said, the night. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah. It doesn't rhyme, but it's like. Listen, you don't fuck around with the chung. What is this tequila you're pouring around? Um, So I wanted to make margaritas because American Stars and Bars, which is the album we're going to be talking about today, Uh makes me want to drink margaritas. Mm. And uh, so not out of coconuts, though. uh, Or sorry, long tall bananas. No, we're not having long (laughs) tall frozen bananas. This makes you want to drink margaritas. This yeah, to me is like a like a double shot of straight bourbon album. Oh, really? See, I get the I get like the like this album would be. The first side of this album would be awesome at a cookout. It is awesome, like, yeah. With like burgers and beers, okay, and getting in trouble and illegal fireworks. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it'd be perfect for that. It'd be awesome. Mm. So that and then, but uh, there's there's one song in particular that just makes me want to drink margaritas when I hear it. Okay, on here. So when we get to it, hopefully, I'll have the margaritas done. This is weird tequila. My brother-in-law gave me. They come in little glass La Luchador heads, you know, Mexican wrestler yeah, yeah, heads. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, I take don't know a, how the tequila is. Russ, but, take a picture you know. of that, post it on the Instagram there or something like that. Yeah, so they come in these little bottles, and, and uh, I was like, you know, I, I got to use I'm going to post it somehow. right now so the youngsters know. <laughs> so I'm making margaritas because this, this, is, this is the drinking album. Yeah. You know, Neil said that this album was like, uh, one, originally the concept was one side was supposed to be about going out to bars and getting shit-faced, and the... Second side was supposed to be about American folklore, but then I think it was in either Shaky or or um, it was in either Shaky 
or what's his book? The um, Waging Heavy Peace. Waging Heavy Peace. That he said, I forgot about the whole history part. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, I mean, tequila was was his drink, was the horse's oh, drink Oh, yeah, for my sure. God. Yeah, for, like he would drink wine glasses full of tequila on the Tonight's the Night tour, and it was always around. And... Speaking of the horse, they are very prevalent on this album. Yes, they are on pretty much almost all the tunes. Seven of the nine songs? Or I then think he, so. He, he does... Uh, it's split between Crazy Horse and then he called, is it The Bullets? That's, that's who I want to talk about. I want to really want to get into, because we always say that Ben Keith is like the hero of Harvest. Yeah. Like he's the guy that really made Harvest sound oh, like it sounded. But on this album, it was definitely The Bullets, Linda Ronstadt and Nicolette Larson. Nicolette, that's her name. I couldn't figure they, it out. Well, Emmy Lou is in there too, right? She's on one song. Oh, she's only on one yeah. Star Bethlehem. But um, on the songs that they, re- like, that they recorded with Crazy Horse for this album, uh, they had them on backing vocals, and they're amazing. They totally shine on this oh album. Oh, my God. I think they're the heroes of this they album. They make the songs that they're on, they make yeah, them shine. Absolutely. Like, Bite the Bullet. Yeah. Uh, what's the, I mean, Saddle Up the Palomino. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's, they're, uh, they're on. Hey, so babe. Me, hey, babe. Yeah. yeah. They're on a bunch of songs. And Emmylou's on one. Ben Keith is on a bunch of these songs. Ben's great at Yeah, this Ben movie. Keith, and then the uh, violin player, uh, Carol... Mayedo, I think I'm saying the name right. Let me look over. So you add those two people to Crazy Horse, and you get this awesome bar band. Yeah, They're in full right. oh my bar God. band mode on here. They're the band that's, I hope you get this reference, that's at Bob's Country Bunker, and they start playing Don't Cry No Tears, and the crowd starts throwing bottles that are smashing against the chicken wire. Yeah, that's, and blues, then they, that's blues Brothers. Right, right and yeah. then they break into, like, side one of this album, and they right. save the night totally. Yeah, this. totally. This is total bar band material <laughs> here. Except it's awesome. their Don't Cry No Tears is on Zuma. I hate no, that. no, that's what I'm saying. They start oh, with, like, a rock tune. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and then it's like, then they get pelted with rocks and bottles. <laughs> and, uh, and then they break into, you know, Hold Back the Tears or Saddle Up the Palomino or something. This is just, I love this album a lot. And, I've, I, you know, I've liked this album for a long time, and a lot of people have dissed this album and, and says it's, uh, they say it's uneven and stuff. But to me, it's, it's one of his better albums. I just love the mood I, of I it. I wanted to say, too, you know? that when we first started recording this podcast, I, I probably said, and I think we all were sort of like, oh, you know, it's great when we're doing these first albums but then we're going to get to a point where it's like oh man i don't know about these albums and and right i keep waiting for that I'm, to happen i'm le- I, the more and we're not close you know we're not there yet but the past few that i haven't really been as familiar with i've been really pleasantly surprised by how much i like them and she was uh shaking, shaking his margarita shaking his margarita uh shaker what is that thing that called? sound you hear That's in the background shaker. is That's just right. shaker, yeah. shaking a margarita That's spared right. no expense Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you, Russ. I didn't know this album at all, and I loved this album. I don't know why more of these songs weren't hits. I feel like someone said that already. Uh, I, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of songs on here that I thought could have been hits. Oh, yeah. That were just, you know, we said this about Don't Cry No Tears, as a matter of fact, that it's a catchy tune. And yeah. Neil doesn't usually write catchy songs. Like Cinnamon Girl may have been one. The Loner may have been catchy. You think yeah. some stuff in but like Miss, I don't know if you'd say Mr. Soul's a catchy tune. It's not really. It's just a good song. Yeah, but I'm talking like something that's like snappy and you know it it puts its meat hooks into your brain and you <laughs> know what I mean. Up tempo. Yeah, I quit. you will. It's catchy. Do that thing you do in Spanish. 
Yes. Um, no, Stop. I mean, it, dude, come on. Give you till the morning comes. That's a catchy tune. Hey, fuck you, Russ. <laughs> fuck you on Cripple Creek Ferry. No, Neil knows how to write a, a catchy tune, but he just doesn't do it as often as he could. Right, I'm sure. And he, in this I'm album, sure there are some fucking catchy tunes. Yeah, man. there's some good tunes on this yeah. album. There's some great. Tunes. Do you think that maybe? But I was just, uh, just oh, sorry, quickly. No, it's fine. I just want to quickly finish my point. Uh, uh, that I, f- I'm gonna change my uh, switch up my original thing, that I when we first started recording this podcast, and I, and I think I'm gonna say that, I I think it's gonna continue uh, that I'll be pleasantly surprised with albums I wasn't familiar with or i think are going to be weird even the 80s stuff i think i'm going to end up being like you know what i really like this and i think that's going to continue and and don't don't get me wrong there probably are going to be a few that i'm like yikes can i have this one mike yeah that's for you i think all his albums have something on them that we're all going to like like even the stills young band has you know long Long may May you run on it (laughs) and uh, yes one of us (laughs) always does i know right but uh, it's, you know, e- even like... In that episode, by the way, it was always one of us that was fucking it up, one way or the other. We were either saying it wrong <laughs> well, or Mike, saying it Mike is pouring some big-ass margaritas, so we're going to be fucking... <laughs> by the end of this up. episode, man, we get, we're, we gonna, get, we're all going to be saddling hey up Hey, everyone, welcome to Long uh, May You Drunk. We get a, we get a Lelucha head each, so... <laughs> Long Jesus. May You Drunk. We each get a Lelucha head? Yes, we each get Fuck a Lelucha yeah, head do. full of tequila. But yeah, get, I... Get, I you know my con. And um, get that con Get that con out of my face. I love I love this album because it's it's um. It. Yeah, you get it. Thank you. It's just it's it continues like from Zuma. Yeah. It continues the like the up mood. Yeah. You know he's slowly getting out of that fog, that was the ditch trilogy. You yeah. Know? And this one is like I'm out there, and even though he's singing about sad stuff and getting dumped and everything, but that kind of goes along with the country thing. Like you got to put a little tear in your beer, right? When you're doing country <laughs> tunes, you know. And and at at the time, '77, you know, you think about what country music was in '77. There were two. That's when it really started to split up. You know, you had like the Nashville country guys, like George Jones and and uh, and Tammy Wynette and stuff like yeah. that. And then you had the outlaw guys, like Willie Nelson and Waylon Jennings, you know, Chris Christopherson and stuff. And this definitely has that outlaw. Yeah, this is outlaw '70s country, outlaw man. country I, feel to it. it. I really dig it. And you could say that this album was definitely a some so, kind of blueprint, uh, if not some you know earlier songs, but this al- at least side one so, is a blueprint for like you know the whole Americana thing, which oh, yeah. I kind of consider you guys to be part of. Yeah, it. but uh-huh. like bands like like earlier bands like Uncle Tupelo, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Uncle you Tupelo know? for sure. Yeah. That, well, so going back to your your reference to Zuma, I want to bring up this Facebook conversation that people were having on our Facebook page, which you is mean the youngsters going back and forth. Yeah, the, a couple of youngsters just bouncing back and forth off each other. <laughs> Luke likes to watch the youngsters talk on the Facebook. <laughs> I love that they're calling themselves youngsters, too. Yeah, no, it's the thought, who thought that would catch on? <laughs> right? Russ called it right Holy away. Holy fuck. But, uh, so I posted a picture of um, the the vinyl sleeve, and it just says, Lyndon Johnson bared his scars, oh, American yeah. stars and bars. Yeah. Um, and so they uh, a couple a couple listeners started going back and forth. Matt Pauley said, and I thought this was a very interesting take, he said, I'm really upset that Like a Hurricane is on this album and not Zuma. Well, it was recorded during Zuma. It was. Yeah, and it's, um, but Neil, 
I guess didn't think it was it was one of those things that he didn't really like at the this time. This is a weird th- album for that because you also have Star of Bethlehem and Homegrown, which ended up on on Homegrown. homegrown. But right. then you yeah. also have which was recorded before this. But you also yeah. have what's right. So it's like, but you also have two songs that were supposed to be on Chrome Dreams, which never came out. It feels yeah. like this. There is are the a bunch al- of songs on there that were supposed to be on Chrome Dreams. Yeah. Right. yeah. So it feels like this album is kind of the amalgamation. It of is, a few but it, different- but the first. Well, I don't know. Let me look. I, I want to say four or five songs. The first, yeah, Old Country, Saddle Up, Hey Babe, Hold Back the Tears, Even Bite the Bullet all feel like the same album. They do. That all is, like, cohesive well, to me. That whole first side, yeah. um, that was all recorded in one day. That makes sense. At the barn. It all has the same. Yeah, and they, you know, they yeah. did what they do. They bring in the, the mobile truck, and they yeah. just played live. In fact, Linda Ronstadt always tells the story that you know, wow, that was a great rehearsal. I can't wait to start recording this stuff. And Neil Young, like, takes her outside and Classic, shows her the right? recording truck and said, no, that's it. We're done. Yeah. And she was horrified <laughs> yeah. because she was like, she didn't feel like, what like she, she usually she felt. Into, though, right. Well, know? she, yeah, like, she should have known because she yeah. was like, you know, she was on Harvest. I rewatched, stuff. I rewatched the, uh, that, um, Laurel Canyon doc. And I'll say this, Linda Ronstadt was a fucking smoke show back she in the day. She was, man. She was known for that. You didn't she know that? No, I kind of did. Beautiful yeah. voice. She, she was, like, known woman. to be, like, people yeah. love, people, ooh. Yeah. Like but, uh, I mean, she's so good on this album. Yeah, she's great. And yeah, then her, Nic- yeah, her Nicolette, and Nicolette Larson are just, Nicolette, are, who had a little fling with Neil. Yeah, they had a thing going on. Yeah, which I didn't yeah, know for a while. About. And then in true Neil style, he just, like, like dumped her without telling her. Oh, really? Like, he just stopped co- communicating with did her. Did he tell her to eat a peach? No. Right. <laughs> He just like he, she was like he just stopped calling me, he stopped coming around. Yeah. It was just done. And then for a while, she was living at his place in Malibu, and Peggy was living at his place in uh, in the ranch. Weird with a baby. Very weird. Yeah, and so it was weird for a while there, you know. But that was this was after he dumped her, but he let her live at the place in Malibu. So he had like the ex girlfriend living at the place in Malibu and. Yeah. Maybe she was like, you know, Neil, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. (laughs) (laughs) I lost you six months ago. Are you mental? (laughs) One would need to own a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A few things, youngsters. If you're not privy to us just jumping into ridiculous references, which aren't aren't that extreme, by the way, then you're not going to enjoy any of the other ones. And also... I'll get this out of the way now. We understand this album came before Decade. We know that. We wanted to do Decade on the 10th episode because Decade, I don't know if, if anyone knows this, it means 10. <laughs> what? It does, yeah. Shut up. So that's also, why I thought it would be I don't know if anyone heard my Nacho Libre reference. We got I, it. I did do a Nacho Libre well, You did a few of them, I feel like. No, just one. You didn't say save me a piece of that corn for oh, later? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And did yeah, you guys know... Yosemite is actually pronounced Yosemite. <laughs> Did you see that? The, That's fucking crazy, right? See, I never knew that. I actually, we, we, we have Neil news in regards to that fucking lunatic uh, with the new Looking for a Leader song. Wait, do yeah, you, that's right. You heard yeah. it? We should talk yeah, about excellent. that before okay, we Okay, here comes your Neil news alert. <laughs> it's time for your Neil News alert. Yeah, so he redid he, Looking he, for yeah, a Leader. Yeah, he did re, redid Looking for a Leader. I dig I it. Did you guys hear it? The, yeah. the I don't think we really did, good. did we? Oh, thank you, sir. I think we did. These are delicious, by the way, Mike. Oh, thanks. I'm getting uh, so drunk right now. It's the La Luchador tequila and the uh, Trey Agave's margarita mix. It's organic. So, you know. Um, 
Can but I pop the lime in there? Yeah, do whatever you I, want. That's Russ. what I did. Yeah. All right. So going back yeah, to that well, comment between. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Pod. Read it. We'll come back. Yeah. Go so ahead. he said, "I'm really upset that Like a Hurricane is on this album and not Zuma." And then our our uh, oh, yeah, our friend and youngster John Locke says, "Cortez and Hurricane on the same record. I can get behind that." Where would you put it on Zuma? Would you c- cut a song? I'm going to have to use the custom playlist creator on the archive site to create this new Zuma, which I didn't know you could do on the archive site. I didn't know you could make a custom playlist, but I'm yeah, definitely going to do that. I haven't been to the site much because I mostly use the app, so i, I, I got to check out the site for that type of stuff. But Matt Polly responded and said, Tough question. My first instinct, and I disagree with this, but you guys might agree, if I had to cut a song is to cut through my sales. It's not a bad song. It just feels tacked on like a bonus track. That's the one that's for the reason I said I wanted Which to cut it. Which we both said. It's, just it's, out it's of, a CSN. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just it's out of place on Zoom. But then he says this, and I kind of agree with He said, would Cortez and Hurricane back-to-back be too much? And I definitely think it would. I think that's a lot. But I feel it is like a Crazy Horse album, so Yeah, but Hurricane, no. I feel like it's it works Those two this. songs would be weird together. I, I agree. I think it yeah, would be too back much. Yeah, back-to-back. Yeah, would be you too... don't put them back-to-back, but they could be on the same album. He could stick a little acoustic something in the middle there, or maybe something like they, Florida they both, from They're Homegrown. both on Decade, right? No? Yes. They, yeah, Cortez and Hurricane are both on yeah. Decade. So there you go. And I think Star of Bethlehem is on Decade, on the, It is on, so yeah, it is. Yeah. Homegrown, is Homegrown, too? Mm, I don't think Homegrown. I don't think Homegrown's on Decade. Weirdly enough, Homegrown is on Homegrown, which came out <laughs> That's this That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And it's Yosemite. You keep going back to that. <laughs> okay, new drinking game. Every yeah. time Shu brings up Yosemite today. Oh, that, well, so so. Uh, did you see that? There's um, uh, fuck. There's like some. There's some kind of Jewish museum or something that sells a shirt. Yeah, that yeah, says, yeah. They made. They already made thirty thousand dollars or something. Yeah, like that, that says something like it says Yosemite. Yo yeah, Yosemite, yeah. and they've made like thirty grand off shirt sales or some shit. I think like Yosemite is the name of the number one Beastie Boys podcast. <laughs> <in the country. laughs> That's what I heard. You, you know what? Check those New drinking game on this episode. No, because I'm gonna be shit fit. These <laughs> things are strong. <laughs> very nice. These I'm are, already. I'm happy. sorry, man. They're you're great. Not, no, they're you know really good. You don't have to finish. We're a half an hour in. I'm already mostly in the bag here. Oh, it doesn't take Luke long. Well, I haven't eaten anything yet, but uh, I'll I'll be chewing on those limes in a second. (laughs) Oh, God, that sounds good right now. No, new drinking game. Anytime Shu brings up Yosemite or Yosemite, you have to take a drink, youngsters, and you have to donate a little bit of money either to that foundation Russ is talking about or to indigenous people. Yeah. In honor of Neil. Because I feel like it covers both right there. Yeah. How we verify that? We want to see your receipts. Yeah, yeah send us your receipts. Post your receipts. Yeah. Or send us your credit card number, and or, we'll do it for you. We'll or it for sign you. up for the Neil Young archives. There yeah, you there you go. That'll, yeah. yeah. There you go. That sounds fair. Yeah. All right. Because then you can get all that information on the archives. All right. Let's. let's There's, you know what? There's almost too much guys, information on the media. There's so archive. much. It's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Man. But yeah. cool. I mean, it's very good. I feel like I haven't even gotten. I haven't even, even, gotta, I haven't gotta, even scratched the Neil surface. You got to go on the website. Puppy. The app is cool, but the website. Yeah, I'm going to go on the website tonight. More stuff, if you can imagine and, that. And also, I know you brought it up on the last episode, Mike. But the thing you posted on the Facebook about that movie that's coming out. 
Oh, Mountaintop. Holy the making shit. of Colorado. Doesn't that look that cool? That looks awesome. I know. I can't wait. And that's going to be on the archives. That's going to be on the website. Neil yeah. seems like kind of a tough guy to work with if you're an well, engineer. Well, the guy obviously knows what he wants. Oh, you yeah. Know? And it's like he doesn't get it. <laughs> what's like, what's the matter with you? Why can't you get me more fucking... I know. It's like, why can't this be... We're a rock band, we're a rock for band. fuck's sake. <laughs> it's getting so I'm bad. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Because he couldn't get enough volume in right. the monitor. <laughs> and also the way he does shit, just from... And me and Russ have been in the studio few times we're not like we haven't made 50 albums but like we're pretty cut and dry when we go in because your your time is very limited you pay in for time yeah so the engineer he's like he the one thing every engineer will say is you don't want any bleed through so like the first thing i see with this is like neil setting up a monitor just blaring at him yeah yeah and you're like no headphones no headphones (laughs) like this is kind of an engineer's (laughs) worst nightmare oh yeah man yeah but yeah. it, it always sounds great. It sounds it's fucking Neil, man. Fucking Neil, man. Yeah. Fucking, fucking man. Neil. Did you guys listen to the new Looking for a Leader? Yeah, yes. a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it a lot. I, I like the I, Obama. I just like, I like that, it. I just reference. like that he's. Ba- it's just him stomping on a fucking porch, pretty much. You know, yeah. it's it's fucking cool. I, I was gonna bring that up too with this in this album because it's like a crazy horse version of Homegrown, but. If you go on the archives, or I think if you just YouTube Wait. it, there's a version of him doing homegrown to his chickens. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's just on his porch, <laughs> and he's singing that, it. He's just like, he's got the guitar, and the chickens are just like, just clucking her all around him, and he's on his porch, and he's just like, homegrown's all right with me. That sounds awesome. And, and they're just clucking all around him, and he, it was like recent. You clucking know? Neil, man. Clucking Neil, <laughs> man. That's going to be a he, thing um, now. Great. Did he ask and one Sarah of the... going to make a clucking Neil put a hat on a chicken. <laughs> on a chicken. chicken on a Neil body he, or something. Did he ask one of the that chickens... That would be a, uh, a shirt, dude. Oh did God. he ask the chickens to play clucking banjo? Neil. Or... <laughs> Neil Young's body with a chicken head, but that hat... It's clucking, clucking Neil, Neil man. man. So basically you want Foghorn Leghorn with a leather jacket and a fedora on. Okay. Work on that. That would be funny if he asked one of the chickens to play the banjo. Or I know. He's like, play, why I, can't you play this fucking banjo? Just, I don't, I don't, I just lay eggs, Neil. I know. I don't want to, I don't want a session banjo player in here. You don't I even want have, a I, fucking chicken. I want it to sound like you don't have fingers. It sounds like you're talking about Nils Lof. I don't. I have feathers. <laughs> I'm a chicken. Right? I want that sound. It sounds like you're talking about Nils Lofhen. Oh, oh all right. Jesus okay, Sorry Christ. about that. All right, American Stars. <laughs> all right, let's get to American Stars and Bars. The, the album covers Before right the margaritas kick in. Oh, who 19... does the, what's the credits? Are... The one on the bottom right there. No, I know. I just want to see. Oh, on the Dean, album cover? Dean it's Stockwell. Mr. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. I love, this yeah. is my, Actor, one of my favorite writer. album covers. To this is a cool is. album. Do you, do, who is the, like, female-ish that figure That is David Briggs' girlfriend yep. at that time. Okay. Connie Moskus. And she uh, she called her mother and says, I'm going to be on a Neil Young album cover. And she and described it. Upskirt. And the first thing she said was, God, I hope you're wearing underwear. She is. She's covering yes. up her bullet. That's such a great, it's a, such a great, like, concept. Oh my but God. this is the perfect sort of thing for what I was going to bring up for this album as far as, I had brought it up a little bit with, um, when we talked about Broken Arrow, just Neil's sort of commentary on America. And, I mean, the, the title of this album, American Stars and Bars, and you get the the two sides here mm-hmm. where the front is that sort of him smashed against an imaginary yeah, he's glass. passed out on a bar floor. Yeah, a bar floor, yeah. and, and there's, like, the stars and... And, and bars. Right. Well, <laughs> and, it? The, and it says Canadian, too, on the whiskey there. Oh, that's right. It? It's Canadian yeah. whiskey. I think is that's it Canadian a nice, Club? I think that's a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. And oh, then, like awesome. you said, that's Briggs' girlfriend, you said? Yep, yep. 
And then on the back, it's just this sort of Native American sort of piece. There's uh-huh. the nature, the mountains, well, the it, snowy. And it's a huge. Um, who is who is that? Do we? Does it say? Can we look that up? Who the the Native American is? Uh, no, I think it's sure. someone. I'm gonna look it up while you. It's die. it's like she is the mountain, or it's almost like a Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, so I guess Neil would put her on his Mount Rushmore as opposed to who we'd want to put on Neil's Mount yeah, Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then like there's the teepee, but the little dude with the hat coming out of the teepee almost looks like it could be Neil too. You know what I mean? <laughs> the little dude with the hat. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, check out the the um, the uh, artwork. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. This is yeah. a cool album cover, man. I dig it. I yeah. really like this one. He's great. And he's the guy who wrote the uh, script that inspired the song After the Gold Rush. Oh, shit. That's, that's yep. Dean Stockwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I didn't even yeah. make that connection. That's more, awesome. More importantly, Al from Quantum Leap. For real? Yeah. That's Dean Stockwell. Oh, wow. I did man. not know that. Al. This yeah, man. This guy's all over the place. Yeah. And Blue, you guys ever see Blue Velvet? Yeah, the the, the um, he's David Lynch, David yeah. Lynch film. He's yeah. uh, what's his name, Frank? I've, I've no, not he's not I Frank. That's remember. Dennis Hopper's I've seen Frank. Ben. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it like Dennis Hopper's like he's a suave motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Let's drink to your fuck, dude. Dennis and Dean Hopper. Stockwell's like, all right, here's to your fuck, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Dennis Hopper's wild. Oh, he's such a scary dude. Yeah, I love that is. movie a lot, man. That's great. But yeah, Shit. Dean Stockwell, that's awesome. That's, that's cool how like Neil, really cool, yeah. you know, retains that friendship with him. He's he's kind of like Neil. He did his like as an actor, and much like in that, he was in that group with Dennis Hopper, mm-hmm. and the actors who kind of just did their own thing. Yeah, much like Neil, you know, who just right. wants to do his own thing in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, awesome album cover, and great album, I think. I don't know. Oh, I, I really so like too. this. I album. like this album. I love and this, this album. This is the a same lot. year. This is the same year as Decade. It's '77. Um, it was released 527. Lukey, little 27 there for nice. you. And uh, yeah, we know Decade came out. Wait, you know what? It said Decade came out that fall. On the on the Neil Young archives mm-hmm. release date of American Stars and Bars 527 1977. Release date of decade, 10-28-1977. Yeah, so decade came so after. So decade came after, so yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, we, yeah, we already covered that. We already talked about that. Where were you? I know. Russ is, I'm a, little, just, Russ is a little drunky, I'm, too. <laughs> Russ, you know what? He was he was crushing up the Aleve in the bathroom. I haven't eaten either, man. He was doing lines off Listen, the can I tell top you, of your a, toilet a quick, bowl. A quick, totally stupid, meaningless story that no one gives a fuck about, but I'm going to tell anyway. I think we already covered that, because too. Because fucking Neil, man. <laughs> <laughs> I brought lunch today, and I brought lunch meat that I had bought. It was, it hasn't been a full week, okay? It has not been a full week, but I brought it, packed it in ice, brought my lunch to work. Ha- I took out my wrap. I brought hummus. All good. Mm, brought some good. lunch meat, brought some pickles. Mm. You know? Yeah, I'm sounds good. Right yeah, now. so yeah. I fucking started making my wrap, took out my hummus, spread my hummus on my wrap, <laughs> put, my, put my pickles on. <laughs> Two big wraps and a couple of pickles. Spreading all the hummus and I'm getting real sickle. I don't know what's going to happen with the lunch meat, but I take it out and that shit's beat. <laughs> that was beat. fucking awesome. Yeah, it's beat, That's man. That's the new it's theme no song. no good. Took yeah. out the lunch meat. He's making like his rap. The, so. I was oh, I just right, got that, that, man. Shit. You serious? You just got that? I thought you knew. That's why you were going I was going just in freestyle mode, man. I was okay, just in sorry. the flow, right, dude. Sorry. Don't I'm fuck sorry. up with my flow. Right, I'm sorry. just ready to go. You threw off my groove. Sorry, man. Um... So, yeah, anyway, I get to the lunch meat, 
And it's bad, man. It's like it's gooey. Oh, no. Yeah, it's slimy. Does it smell like taint? It's not good. Yeah. It's just not good. I've, so I've had turkey that's literally smelled like ass before. Yeah, you don't. And I took it back to the supermarket, and I I got it for lunch. I literally got it for lunch. Took it back to the supermarket. Yeah. I said, I think there's something wrong with this. And the guy goes, What's wrong with it? I said, uh, It smells like ass. <laughs> and he takes it. He smells it. He goes, Yeah, it does. And then he just gives me more turkey. The same <laughs> turkey. Same turkey. turkey. Ass turkey. That's awesome. The ass turkey. Same ass turkey. So then you're like, clucking, Neil, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I, so I ended up just eating a wrap with hummus and pickles, which was actually really good. But that was all I ate today. So oh, yeah, I'm probably going to be fucking I just had hummus and pita bread today, too. We're a couple of hummus boys. A couple of hummus boys. We're the hummus boys. Oh, the hummus boys. Well, now you're getting your vitamin C with your lime. Yeah. We don't have people yeah. just sending us Italian subs wherever we go. Um, I know, that right? Happ- that happened once. <laughs> With you've your pay, buddy. You paid for all your other Italian subs on your own? Yes. You radio famous shithead. You probably, everywhere you go, probably people, you go into a place to get your Italian sub, and someone's like, yo, shoo, I fucking love you, dude. AAF, let me buy your Italian sub, dude. What do you want? You want it? You don't want it? He's pissed. That's never happened. I know. It's, I'm being extreme because I knew it was going to piss you off. <laughs> People don't I know wish who I could, you are when if you anybody, go in public. If anybody could give me subs for free, I'll take them. I know. Same. That, all right? Same. I, absolutely. Yeah. If you see any of us in public. Right. And you say, hey, I want to give you a free sub. sub. In fact, I'll if, take it. If you see us in public and you don't buy us a sub. You're not a true youngster. You're not a true youngster. Yeah. You can just cluck your way right you, out you of here. You can get the cluck out of here with that shit. <laughs> all right. Mary, all right. Let's get back to, to get yeah, American you Stars and Bars. You're the one who gave us margaritas. Well, yeah. Apparently, I'm the only one that can handle my booze in this room. <laughs> Jesus we're the hummus Christ. boys. We're the hummus That's boys. right. You're the hummus boys. We're the hummus boys, man. <laughs> oh, my God. All um, right. We talked about the album cover. Um, yeah. So, you know the songs he, he cut from this album? No. He cut Powderfinger. What? Whoa. And Sedan Delivery. Okay. Powderfinger yeah. would have been perfect on this album, I feel like. Oh, well, maybe not, actually. Which version? Because it's probably the version that's on Hitchhiker that he cut, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that. That was the only one out at that yeah. time because yeah. he went full electric for Rust Never Sleeps. When was Hitchhiker right. recorded? Around this time. Yeah, it was a was it this couple years period? before this time. Yeah. Man, he recorded so many good he fucking did. songs and, and, and albums even on And even on Hitchhiker, like... Powderfinger, uh, fuck. What's Pocahontas? Pocahontas mm-hmm. yeah. What's the Mr. Captain Kennedy? Like yep. just yeah, that was supposed to be on here so too. So many good. Songs. That was a Chrome Dreams thing too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He allegedly offered Powderfinger and Sedan Delivery to Leonard Skinnerd. Hmm. That is a story. Wow. Yeah. And um, is American Stars and Bars a riff on Skinnerd? That's another theory. Is that he named this as kind of a, a way at reacting to not just Skinner, but other people from the South who uh, gave him shit about the lines in Southern Man and stuff in Alabama. Because so when, he, when he offered those songs to Skinner, did they tell him that a Southern man doesn't need him around anyhow? That's right. <laughs> That's right, man. Well, Fuck yeah. I've never heard the term American Stars and Bars, but apparently it references the Confederate yeah, flag. Yeah, they used to call it the Stars and Bars. And I love yeah. that he calls his album that in the picture is just him fucking right. hammered with a yeah. canadian it's canadian, it's canadian yeah. whiskey yeah. and yes. in the back it's just these native beautiful american, american yeah, landscapes with just yeah. native american yes. yeah he's like yeah. not fucking around he's yeah. just totally <laughs> clucking neil man i, fucking, I hope yeah. that's true that he, he named it that because I, that would that. be cool I, would, I really would, it, yeah. would it surprise you no not at it, all i hope that's true though he's never really like confirmed that yeah unfortunately when we get him on the podcast oh, we'll we should, ask him. i want to i want to read the um I don't have it in front of me, but 
remind me towards the end. I want to read that. Was it Maggie? No, was it Margot Price who yeah, made Margo that Price. Neil Young thing? That was cool. She's like got a bunch of shit from people for saying saying she's too vocal about Black Lives Matter or just other things that you know she she believes in and stands up for. And then they were like, "Oh, you're not on the right path." And you know, you want if you want to be like the Dixie Chicks or whatever. And and I don't have the direct quote, so don't. But she said something like uh, her response because they brought up the Dixie Chicks and how she should be da 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 da. And she was like. Something like, I'm not trying to be the fucking Dixie chick. She was like, I'm trying to be fucking Neil Young, man. Yeah, I saw that. That's yeah. right. I think Pantheon she, retweeted it's that. A, it's something. a Rolling yeah. Stone interview. She says, um, all right, this is a, an interview with her. It says, in the meantime, it's Margo, she, right? Yeah, Margo okay. is using her time off the road to spread the word about issues that are important to her, including Black Lives Matter, Tennessee's anti-abortion bill, mask wearing, and getting Trump out of office. People say, oh, how dare you say something bad about Trump? Or, oh, how dare you talk about gun control? How dare you talk about feminism and the pay gap? She says, there's countless things I've said that definitely cost me record sales. But when you have to stand up for, but, but you have to stand up for what you believe. When people say, you're not going to be the Dixie Chicks, I hate the analogy. I never was trying to be the Dixie Chicks. I'm trying to be Neil Young, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking Neil, man. Fucking Margo, man. Fucking Margo, Margo man. <laughs> fucking Margo, woman. That's awesome. That's literally, that quote gave me that yeah, last me line. It's awesome. I'm trying to be Neil Young, That's how I feel, you know? Yeah. That's fucking great. I love it. I yeah. fucking awesome. love it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. And uh, we were, you know, we were supposed to play with her this year. Where? On the main stage at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion. Oh, really? It got, it got COVID-ed. 2020 it was, uh, they, So, up. dude, main well, stage. You yeah. know that big outdoor pavilion yeah. in New Hampshire? It's awesome Because we've there. done the side stage there for a ton of bands. We've done, like, we've Willie. Done Willie. Willie was our first. We did Willie, but we, didn't get, we don't get to meet any of those people for those. Right. But they asked us, the, the venue asked us to come this year and do the main stage to open for Willie Nelson Margo Price, oh. government, government mule. mule. Oh my God! Was, really? Yeah, man. Warren Haynes, dude. Gone. We would have been snapping fingers, gone. It totally the, gone because of COVID. Yeah, and that so sucks. us town meeting pe- people who don't know. I'm sure by now you all know, but me and Luke are in a band called Town Meeting. But we were supposed to do that show, man, and we would have been on stage, like meeting them, the whole thing. What um, happened? Was that? That's, I don't know. That sucks. That's a beautiful venue up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. awesome, and the, man. We've pe- done, we love those people. Great. We love that place. Um, they've given us so many opportunities given us on that tons magic of opportunities. stage. And, and it's cool because now they keep us in the loop for, like, um, main stage stuff. We're kind of – and we actually had it happen this year. Contracts were signed, everything, that man. That sucks so and, bad. And, and it's ha- it, it happened one other time, but the thing is sometimes bands don't want people they don't know. So we've kind of had it been like right, they're yeah. always on bat for us. Like the the people that own the place, right. they really like us now, and they and they want us to be on the main stage. But um, but the, sometimes the bands, if they don't really know who you are and yeah. whatever, their their managers, their people, whatever, will kind of nix it. So, but this year it actually happened, which means that that, that group of musicians were fine with us playing it right. too. Oh man! So it's wild, man. We and so That's speaking of, that reminded me because of Margot. So because she <laughs> right. was on that on that thing, it was probably one of the it was a Willie's Outlaw sort of thing. So oh. yeah, man, which would have been so, uh, full circle for us because our first um, gig at at the Magic Hat stage there at at that um, venue, yeah, was uh, Willie. And then so. the thing is, we were that we found out that we it wasn't going to happen. We got so depressed, and then the band played the old country waltz. <laughs> Yes. I am a master segwayer. <laughs> you are you're the master. I love this song. 
This, the the violin and the pedal steel. Ben Keith, man. They're right intertwined through most of these tunes, and they yeah. sound amazing together. You know what I like about uh, what I like about this song is the well, I love, yeah, yeah, not like the yeah. that the it comes. It's not. It's right after this. Uh, it's right after it. If yeah. you kept it low, it would come right up. Right. But. I think this is the perfect intro for this album. Yeah. Agreed. Because yeah. it's, it's, agreed. it's kind of setting up. It's like a preface. It's like this yeah. is what this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, buckle up. Yeah. But that's what's cool too about Neil is. He's he does that. He's like, you're gonna get a lot of this. This is what this album's gonna be. But then at the end of it, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> what well, happened album, to the, the, yeah. the the two sides of this album are two two different parts of the night. Yeah, yeah. To me, you know, the, like side one is like you're going out, you're going to the bars, you're chasing women, you're getting shit faced, you're getting into trouble. And then side two is when you get home at two o'clock in the morning after hitting friggin' Burger King, and you're sitting there and you're sitting there alone. Dude, this whole album is know? just a night in the life of mosh pit Dan. That's right. <laughs> Or is it Dan Moshpit? I, I think Mosh- it's Dan, Dan Moshpit. Mosh yeah. Dan Moshpit. So Dan Moshpit. Watch the Oakleys, brother. Come <laughs> on, oh, He doesn't talk like that. We don't need another fucking character. Okay, we don't need Dan Moshpit, Nails Lofgren, <laughs> Back to the Future You're Two nails jacket. in there. Huh? Ja- Back to the Future Two jacket. We don't need. We have too many. Characters too, we don't need too point. many characters. Plus, we still have to hear from Screwy Louie or something too. So <laughs> he's anyway. probably pissed that they brought him up. Yeah. Anyway, does this album? I read this and it it clicked with me. Does this is this Neil's blood on the tracks? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Did is. you I'd guys say, read this? No, but okay. you know what I'd say is homegrown is definitely his blood on the tracks. Okay, absolutely. Maybe that's why he didn't but, release it. <laughs> well, that's why he says every time you, yeah. you you I read that he didn't release it because he said it was too personal. You know, between him and this Carrie seems and more that personal like that. to me than homegrown does. You know what it do, I. I have to disagree. It seems more. I don't want to call it, generics a bad word. What's it's like? It's because it's, it's enjoyable. It's a, some generic. Well, it's about what happened in his love life or love lives at that point. Yeah, but it's not as personal to me as the stuff on home. I don't think it's as personal very specific. Either. And he's and handling also, it. And he's handling it in that country manner where it's yeah. like my my girl left me and my truck broke down and my dog got shot by my yeah, neighbor. Yeah, but, but on blood on the tracks. I mean, if you didn't know that was about Dylan's divorce, then you you wouldn't just pick that up from his lyrics. It's very I've, poetic. I think we've already and... gotten that from Neil. Really? Yeah. I think we got Zuma, some of that. Zuma, man, is Yeah, is, on is Zuma, that. and we got a lot of it on the beach. Danger Bird, you know, like, yeah. uh, that... I just me? got, I just yeah, got on that. the beach too, you know. There's, I, but I got that like not just the. It's the uh, not only I'm divorced, but now I'm over it, and this is me moving on, kind of. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that is that. That I. But can I feel get like behind. that's blood on the tracks. Kind of. I mean. Yeah. Well, this this well, you know, some of these songs on here are about heartbreak, but again, I don't want to use that word generic. But it's just it's more. I know what you're saying. It's not it's, as specific. Yeah, I know, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's done more in a. But I think it is part of that too. Is that okay? The heartbreak is here, and in that old outlaw country sort of way, I'm gonna right. drink tequila, and right. I'm Fall gonna, asleep right. on the bar. I'm gonna drink about it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna go down to Yosemite. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, said oh, it this hold time. On a second. Oh, yeah, great uh-huh. take a goddamn fucking sip mm. of this. <laughs> I like this luchador. I'm not usually a mix guy, but that's pretty good. That's a good mix, man. Yeah, Trey Agaves. I like the um, 
Ain't got no excuses. I just want to ride. <laughs> it's so country, man. It, and it's, it explains this album. It's yeah. like, I'm, this is a country is. album because this because, is the way yeah. I feel. That's yeah. a, that's this a is totally, what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a tattoo. Is, right. It that, is, right? That's a tattoo. I ain't got, ain't no, got excuses. no excuses. I just want to ride. Yeah. Around a ace of spades with a skull in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Or a naked lady sitting on an eight ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Dan Moshpit. Dan Moshpit. Your brother. Uh, fucking hate breed (laughs) you know what I will say too is Neil loves to use the analogy because where else have we seen this I can't my brain is doing a little poop but when he says when he says the the, uh, poop mouth uh, poop mouth I hate you I'm bringing you poop poop coming out of your mouth you will eat that cat poop now (laughs) (laughs) alright stop when he says when I when I first got the bad news that you set me free Mm -hmm. he always uses the analogy of being set free when he's when he either yeah uh, gets broken up with or a love uh, falls apart is that his way of going um, she didn't break up with me. I broke up with her. Yeah, I'm free, bro. This yeah. isn't, I'm Dan Mosh, but I That's do right. Nobody, like, nobody yeah. does Dan. Fucking nobody Dan don't understands Dan. That's why I get in there and I fucking lose my shit. That's why I get in there and I and I yeah. and I kick and I swing and and stop. You're not gonna get a harm's way promotion. Fucking out of kid it. was wearing a Saves the Day T-shirt. Wait, why and took him out? Why hasn't someone put a Neil Young song on to the harm's way video? Because we haven't done it yet. We Guess what? Do it. We what do song it. though? We gotta. Wolf, right, it's got to be one of these. It's actually, be Saddle of the Palomino. Saddle, yes, man. Oh Saddle man, of yeah. The no, so uh, I forgot what I was going to say because you guys keep dipping Sorry. into Dan Moshpit. That's the last you'll hear of Dan Moshpit. It's definitely I not. You're not going to hear the last of Dan Moshpit. Oh, I'm Dan Moshpit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's loving this. I hope so, Dan. We thank you for loving the podcast. What up, 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 boys? But this, I'm loving it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you have? Do you have the lyrics up, Russ? Yeah, I do. What's the line about the day that the two of us died? Yeah, well, I loved and I lost. That's the part I told you I liked. I kind of wanted to hear. Well, it. well I, and I lost and mm-hmm. I cried. I like the, yeah, the sort nice, of that, pause. Let me yeah, right. Hold yeah. on, hold on. Hold it was on. right after what we were hold listening on, to. On. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I loved and I lost and I cried. Yeah, here it is. The line. The day that the two of us died. Yeah, man. This is I'm the first you. taste you get of the bullets. The, yeah, those lady yeah. vocals, which just, right. they really soothe you oh in this. Because you haven't really so heard good. that. No. Uh, except for, at this point in, 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 this, in the stuff we've been covering, this Neil Solo stuff, you haven't got a lot of those lady vocals. No. In, uh, Harvest uh, Harvest was Linda, probably the Linda last one. Linda was in yeah. Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and um, we had um, the, the Lady You Hate in... Uh, I do not hate Robin <laughs> Lane. Robin Lane was I don't in, hate her. Round and round. Right. Yeah, round so, and round. Because that's no, just my cut, cut song. Cut cut no, whatever. You could say, when we get her on the show, I'll, I'll, You'll explain I'll, I'll that explain Luke that being a, a I don't bad hate guys. her. That you I don't know why you her. think, listen, we're uh, about an hour into this. I don't know why you think oh, Robin shit. Lane has listened yeah, she's not. an I know, hour right? into any episode. I know, of anything, really. She <laughs> probably right even after, forgot. Right after that line is the, ain't got no excuses, I just want to ride. Yeah. While the band plays. But I just, I... I don't know. I love Neil. I love the way he describes things. The day I love when he says the day that the two of us died. This isn't still about like. um, that's what it's like. Snodgrass, isn't you? You think? I it might be. It might have been written 
at that time. It's just all around. I love the imagery of time. playing to like nobody in the bar. I'm sure you guys have yeah. had gigs where you're playing to like maybe two people, so many, or just the bartender. I know. Believe me, yeah. I was in a band in the '90s, <laughs> and it was just like the bartender and the door guy, and the only two, and they'd just yep. be clapping because they had to. Yep. You know, because well, we play gigs where they don't even do that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we, I, and, I love and the it's not there. like just when you start out. Like literally this year, we played Colorado Springs for. What Russ, the bartender, the doorman, and our manager, and our manager, and our manager's friend came out. Yeah. Have you guys ever not ended up not playing? If we book it, we'll play it. If we book, no, we'll I mean it. like, have they asked you to not play? I don't think so. I don't think so. When I was in this band in the '90s called Animal Farm, and we were playing this place in Fredericksburg, Virginia, nice called uh, I think it was like the tiki palace so one side was this really nice chinese restaurant Wasn't that the name of neil's boat no that was the evening <laughs> coconut that was the coconut bra and uh and the other side was like this real shitty rock club like it was just a dive yeah. place but uh-huh. and they had bands there all the time so it was like a sunday night and the guy you know booked us in there so we go in there we set Where everything were you playing, up shoe? i was a fucking singer russ yeah hell yeah well i didn't sing I yelled loudly into Dan Moshpit! That's oh, right, I'm Dan Moshpit! I changed my fucking persona. And so we're in there, and the guy's giving us quarters <laughs> so we can play pool. And, the night, and there's two old guys sitting at the bar. And it gets to be like 8 o'clock. And the two old guys are still sitting there. And we're still playing pool. And I go up to the bartender, and I'm like, Hey, do uh, you want us to start playing at any time? He's like, uh, hold on a second. And so he comes back like 20 minutes later, and he goes, I just talked to the boss. We'll give you $50 if you guys just go home. No way. Because <laughs> he didn't want to pay the sound guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. sense. And there's nobody. There's absolutely nobody there. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, uh, I don't know. And my guitar player, this guy Wayne, he was just like, let's take it, man, 50 bucks. Yeah, hell yeah, Because we that. probably weren't even going to pay that Take much. that and go get drunk. Yeah, exactly. Well, we did spend it on And that drugs. guy Wayne yeah. was Wayne yeah. Coyne of the Flaming Lips. That's right. That's yeah. right. Later he went on to great success. Yeah. yeah. I told him he sucked and I didn't want to be in his band You know anymore. what else is wild, too, about that type of thing, man, is that um, when we played that Colorado Springs show, the night before was fucking sold out. Unexpected. It wasn't sold out, but it was pretty full. It was packed, man. It was. We, we played, had people from all we over were, come to see us in Denver. We were dumb because we was like Denver awesome. the night before, and then Colorado yeah. Springs, which oh, is an hour close? away. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, and it, the all, the thing that made it worse was like the Denver show, probably like a hundred capacity, and uh, it was full. The Colorado Springs was like a fucking theater. Yeah. Oh, no. That's people. worse. It's, it's so Way bad. Worse. Yeah. So you Way can really worse. feel the lack of yeah. people. Oh, yeah. It's cavernous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <It's> so <laughs> Awful. Yeah. You're screaming into the Grand Canyon. Oh, it was really bad. Yeah. But you know we what? Were, we were knocking down tequila and salt. We were. Yeah, baby. Yes. How about that line? <laughs> That's nice. a great That's what line. we're doing right now with it just minus sets, the salt. It but. sets the mood yeah. for the rest of the album. Let's, let's saddle up the Palomino. Yeah, let's get into saddle up the Palomino. Carmelina. Who's that, Linda? God, I hope so. Or the one he was boning? Nicolette Larson. Nicolette. I love everything about this song. Yeah. Who I want to fuck. Oh, he does. In the song. I'm stuck out here with Melody. So, Melody. Saddle up. The Palomino <laughs> The sun is going down The way I feel This must be real Dan Washburn Oh, come on The bullets 
Uh, Melody was actually the name of a horse he owned on the okay, ranch. All right. So that's an the actual first horse. First song had the horse too, and now we got another horse. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know? And I'm thinking... And I'm, I'm stuck... assuming Melody was a Palomino. Um, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm just wondering this. So I'm stuck out here with Melody, which means until the Carmelina came to town, was he having sex with that horse? <laughs> I mean, a cowboy gets desperate. I'm saying, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. He's out there. All his friends have left. <laughs> Nay and Neil, man. And they, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, right. I'm just saying. I give you know, a shot. No? I like that. I like if this. you can't cut it, don't pick up the knife. I know. That's, a cl- that's again, that's tattoo material that's tattoo, right there. Right? This whole album is filled with tattoos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's but, no reward in your conscious stored when you're sleeping with but, another man. Uh, that's uh, who is, him? There's no is reward in someone your conscious story. Is, is Carmelina someone else's Apparently, wife? Apparently, yeah, no. she comes from money, well, and she's he, already married. She is because he's the neighbor's wife because he references that in, the, yeah, right. in verse 3. Where doesn't isn't he say something about I want li- to cold lick, chili? I want to lick the platter. The yeah. gravy doesn't matter. Right. It's a cold bowl of chili when love lets you down. Yeah. But it's the neighbor's wife I'm after. <laughs> that is so true. Have but you ever had cold I'm chili? I'm so glad we're drinking tequila for <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, right. Album. That's why I wanted to make margaritas. Yeah, that was a great this, choice, man. man. Dude, cold chili sucks. No matter what yeah, you put yeah. on it. You know, that's that's such a great fucking metaphor, man. It's also an oxymoron. The, I Hey-o. also just love the gravy doesn't... Wait, what? No, it's not. Cold chili? Cold chili? I mean, that's almost redundant. Double negative. Yes, that's it. Redundant. <laughs> Fuck me. Welcome to Long May You Grammar. Fuck me like Neil's neighbor's <laughs> wife. Yeah, or his horse. <laughs> yeah, I love that. that in the, but if you can't cut it, don't pick up the knife. Yeah, That great is line. such a great line, man. Awesome line. That is awesome. Even musically, this song that already is like, oh, catchy as fuck. It's an earworm, man. It like I've been singing this all week, this song. And Billy Talbot on bass. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. This is the horse, right? Yeah. So the the whole first side of this album is Crazy Horse with Ben Keith and Carol Mayeda. God, I'm hoping on violin, on violin, on fiddle. I guess I, I think we should call this a fiddle in this situation, isn't it? It just depends on how you play it. I guess. I feel like Tim is not happy with us for saying that. This would be a fiddle album. Yeah, but it's the same instrument. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's about how you play it. But they both add so much. I mean, they really create the mood. Like Ben Keith and and Carol Mayota together, and the the way they just kind of play off each other, and then you put Neil's voice in there. Mm. How do you think Rusty would do on this album? This is a great album for Rusty. I don't know. This album would be very different if Rusty was involved. Yeah, he'd be like throwing knives at the women. Oh, first of all, they'd be on maybe one song, and then they'd be running, screaming. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, I I invited Rusty to record, but he brought an AK-47 and a (laughs) flamethrower. Yes. He wanted to burn the barn down while we, recording. We actually had Mama Cass scheduled to be part of the bullets, but Rusty <laughs> scared her off with his flamethrower. Uh, it's real yeah, interesting. Rusty, Rusty Kershaw was a guy who was heavily involved in On the Beach. Yes. Yeah. And a, a certified fucking weirdo. A fucking awesome and maniac. An, an American hero. A guy who didn't give a shit American, about stills. An Seriously. Hero. And a guy who pulled. <laughs> wait, he pulled a knife on stills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He took the guitar. Stephen Stills I took he a guitar. The car that, that was on on Crosby. No, no, he laughed at David Crosby. Oh, okay. Because David Crosby thought, you know, thought he he, he was the shit. He pulled an and Rusty Stills. Crosby, and Rusty Crosby said, "Shut the fuck up!" And he and, just laughed. at And him. then during one of Neil's most personal moments of his life, he said, "I'll I'll burn your barn down." 
Yeah, Unless right. I get a ride out of here. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> fucking, exactly. Fucking Rusty. Rusty Kershaw. Yeah, but this I this is I mean, I know we'll get to it. This is my top three for sure. Wow. Saddle up the Palomino. I just love and it's perfectly placed. I think you're right. Um, the old country waltz, mm-hmm. it it brings you right into the mood of this album. Right. And then this song, it's just like, here we fuck. It's like literally, country bar rock. It is. It's totally like country. It's bar band style. And it's it's totally like, you know, saddle up the Palomino. It's get back on the horse. Yeah. yeah. And he you does. Know? He's back it's on like, the horse. I got dumped. We're playing the old country and waltz. he's playing with the horse. Was, yeah. was it the horse on Zuma? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was all the horse. He's back yeah. on the horse, or mostly the horse. He saddled up that old horse. Yeah, because I mean, you got Poncho doing a ton. He's doing the guitar and fucking synth yeah. on on. Uh, yeah, and, and I bet he never played yeah. the synth in his life. And he's singing too, <laughs> Russ. On the in- I don't think he sang on Zuma. Grab the inside. No, I don't think anybody else sang on Zuma. No, I don't but think so. Poncho's singing in this. Grab album. the if you look on the inside of the the sleeve there. No, pull the whole sleeve out. Yep, he's got stuff. I think he should have it written right on it. What, no? Oh, never mind. No. What he does have, have on I here. have all the info on on, um, oh, right. on the archives app and on uh, Wikipedia too. Well, so let's what, move. Let's move on to the next tune. I, I really like Hate Babe. Which a lot. I I thought this this could this, have been a yeah, certified hit. I agree, hit. man. I agree. This I don't know song why it was. I, I, re- I don't know. I just something about and it. And it's not like lyrically. It's not super deep, except for that one line. Um, <clears throat> Wait. I know that all things pass. Let's try to make this last. You That's saw, just a beautiful line. You thought line. Hey Babe could have been a hit? Absolutely. Oh, I disagree. No, well, I, I, it could, totally could have been a hit because it was... Say it, you're mine, all mine. It's, yeah, it's... Spoiler alert for the end. This is my cut song. Wow. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Again... It's a catchy tune. This Super song is catchy. catchy. This is this yeah. is the song that's been going through my head the me most too, me too. from this really? album. Yeah, yeah me too. absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, thought I, was, I thought I was going to be alone in that. No, I love this song. You know what? Why wasn't this such a huge hit in 1977? You know why? Because people wanted to fucking eat big spoonfuls of feces and peaceful, easy feeling by the fucking Eagles. That's why. Or fucking Amy by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Yeah, but this is band. very... This actually, is, actually, no, really I'm sorry. Quick. I wait, just want to hear this real quick. It comes up again right here. How is that good? Is that great? Can you see my love? Linda and Nicolette, man. Time. It's such a, such a good tune, man. Ben right there. Oh. Ben, man, he just... I feel like Ben... Is, uh, no one... There are there are some. Jerry Douglas is a really great dobo dro, uh, dobro slide player, but fucking Ben to me just. I don't know. I, I've already creamed in my pants enough about Ben Keith, but he, have you listened to any of that playlist on Spotify? Yeah, I've listened Dude, to some more of it. Yeah, he's, he's just, just and he does in so many different moods. He can just make that thing sing and talk and cry it's, and yeah, laugh. Just, it's just he can. It's like he just gets in this inside album, it's, of it. It's like making love you know it's 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 just yeah, yeah. He's, he's, it'll last it's all natural. night he's just gorgeous it's gonna it's be gorgeous it's, it's gonna I take agree, all though, night Shoe, i agree Shoe. This, this, this song was the one that just i couldn't get out yeah of my why head. wasn't this a hit i'm surprised that you guys you, say that of the eagles like you said it's very eagles this which is probably why i don't it's not way up there for me i think it's a little too repetitive i hate that he says hey babe and that's hey, the reason and that's the reason why i was surprised it wasn't a hit because it's not 
too deep. It's not too complicated. It's not it's not like yeah. the mystery of Neil Young here. This is like, hey, we can you know, this is like something everybody can relate it's to. It's a simple fucking yeah. country hit. The right. song does nothing for me. And I'm can sorry. I just retract what I said about Amy by the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? That's actually a good tune. I'm sorry. It's a great tune. That's a good song. It's all good. But fuck the Eagles. I, um, I agree. Wait, all right, I, I agree really. with that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. This this song should have been Joe Walsh. Hit. Except right. for Joe fucking Walsh. That's right, man. He's the best. I got, I got your back. And what? while we talk about backs, hold back the tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's move into hold back the tears because this is the main reason why. Hold on. Hold on, Luke. Start that over again. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. This song is the main reason why I wanted margaritas tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because when this, this is, song kicks in, there's yeah. two things I want. Okay, start it up. Okay, at this point, I want a margarita, right? Mm-hmm. And then at this point, I want to go... <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, I'm just writing Holy down. The, I'm time stamping that to save that for a. Oh, God. <laughs> and then when Ben comes into in there. Oh, like, yeah. And the violin. This, Yo, song, ben, this is a good, good example this song of Ben. Is way, and, and way better than Hey Babe to me. It's just very. It's different. It's but different. It, this is that Texas kind of yeah. Yeah. feel to it, you know. I it's not know. mariachi. What yeah. would you call like Tejas something or? It's yeah, but this is it's just well written and it's well structured. Like how the way he's got the slide and he's got the vocals and the way it intros and then this when he hits the chorus, it just it's big yeah, right here. Yeah. It's just big. It's just well done. Sorry, the person who told us not to talk over these songs, <laughs> but we're drunk. So. Sorry, Ricky Harvey. Yes. Telling you, Linda Ronstadt, Nicolette Larson, yeah, just roll on yeah, this album. It, this is oh, I forgot to mention on Saddle at the Palomino, they're not called the Bullets. Neil oh, called okay. them the Saddlebags. Oh Jesus! Which I think is the best. <laughs> I think that's this the fucking. Did best. you look up Nicolette? Yeah. I didn't know anything about her. She had some pop hits. She died at the age yeah. of forty-five. Yeah, she had sad. her biggest hit was Neil's tune, "Lot yeah. of Love." I ha- you know the story about that, right? No. Like, she's in the car with Neil, and she sees, like, a cassette on the floor of the car, and she picks it up, and she's like, what's this? And Neil's like, I don't know. And she puts it in. It's a lot of love. She goes, this is beautiful. You should record this. He goes, I don't want it. You can have it. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking And it's like, cool. it was the biggest hit she had. It was it was such a huge, huge hit when that came out. Yeah. That's so fuck. That's such a fucking cool story. Like that song could have sat on Neil's fucking f- car like, in his that's f- like car forever. Stephen King threw away Carrie. And his wife Did he Tab- really? Yeah, yeah. His wife Tabitha pulled it out of the fucking fire pit. Yeah, he threw it in are, his fireplace. Are you kidding me? Because no, he man. had gotten so many rejections, and then he read it and he hated it. Just self doubt, and he threw it in. And then she grabbed it, and said, "Don't do this." And then he made his like it was like two hundred thousand dollars right off the bat. And then he was able to quit his. That's job. That's one of the few Stephen King books I've read. Carrie, really? Yeah, and I love it. Wow, yeah. I can't believe he threw that yeah, in the yeah, fire. Man, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't be what he was today. Fucking if Stephen didn't King, pull that man. Out. Fucking King, man. Have you, you know, got? Do you guys follow the? What is it? Two dudes, one king. Oh God, please. Instagram. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. You know, I think they have some tie to Nails Lofgren, actually. Hey, really? hey, it's a hey, hey. Rel- that has yeah. not been confirmed. Hey, hey, my, my. Hey, anyway, babe. you know what? I I also think along what you were saying, she as far as this song. You know Guy Clark? Are you a Guy yes. Clark? I fucking love Guy Clark. I don't oh, know how cool. you feel. No, I'm I like him too. I'm a huge Guy yeah. Clark fan. 
And this, to me, has a Guy Clark vibe, that Texas. Yes, not familiar very, with Guy Clark at all. He's you, a you, Texas you do, folk uh, guy. Stuff you, That Works, um, L.A. Freeway. L.A. Freeway is, like, um, such a great song. Okay. If I yeah. ever get off of this L.A. Freeway. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a cut. That, listen to Guy Clark, man. I promise okay. you. I've showed you some Guy Clark, actually. I feel like you should play some on this. Guy Clark, right. and he, he passed yeah. a few years ago. I'll play a little guy at the end. Yeah, he's he's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, but what, he was, what's he's that a other Texas one? guy. Let me see if I can find it. He's you know, a Texas so, guy, yeah. Tex- so it, it has what's that, that Texas other one I really love? It. He's got The Old Time Feeling, that's Guy yeah. Clark. The guitar is a cool mm-hmm. one. Uh, the one I really, really fucking love, though, is um, shit. How, uh, I'll, I'll think of it while you okay. go. Desperado's Waiting for a Train is oh, a great one. Oh, my God. That's another um, great That's up there with it? L.A. Desperado for, Waiting for a Train? Desperado's, Desperado's Waiting, waiting for, a for a Train. man. I'm telling you, Guy Clark. That's L.A. Freeway. Desperado. Hey, fuck you, Why Luke. are you waiting for a train? Oh, God. Stop. You'll be out in the mosh pit with Dan and his friends. <laughs> fucking love the Eagles, man. Dublin Blues. <laughs> Hotel California makes me fucking you rock. Know Dublin Blues? I don't know if I know that one. I might know you if I You have Spotify, Luke? Play some Dublin Blues real quick, because that's... That song is fucking badass. What is it? It's Guy Clark, Dublin Blues. But, man, he just... Th- but anyway, I agree with you. That Texas sound... Yeah, listen to this. I already love this. Yeah. Yeah, Guy Clark is a master storyteller. Yeah, and the way yeah. he builds the songs too, because oh, well, I, I, I do remember you showing me some of it. In the chili parlor bar, drinking Mad Dog margaritas. There we go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Mad Dog. And not caring where you are. This is a great fucking song. Play some of this at the end, but let's go on. Let's move yeah. on. But, but man, I I agree that Texas sort of sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, right there, margaritas, tequila. Yeah, it's right. that. It's yeah. But and that chorus though, with with the bullets singing back of it, yeah. so strong. Sorry, the saddlebags. Man. You mean? Uh, well, the saddlebags only on <laughs> saddle up the. Power, oh, okay, you know? okay. But I love the saddlebags. However inappropriate yeah. that may be. It's so we'll talk about it inappropriate. Luke has something to say about. Is it the next? No, not the next one. Sorry. Yes, it is the next one. No, no, oh, no, bite the bullet. No, we're on hold back the tears, Luke. We're on hold back the tears. Hold back the tears. You said the next one. No, yeah, that's not the one you were talking about. You were talking about bite the bullet. That's this one. Yeah, we're on Hold Back to Tears. We haven't talked about Hold Back to Tears yet, have we? Yeah, we, we just did. did. Oh, we just did. Shit, I'm <laughs> oh sorry. Oh, my God. Sounds like you need to bite the bullet. Fuck, man. Sounds like you need All another right. margarita, my friend. I do, yeah. Listen, Here, where's your jar? I'm going to fade out for a second. We can come back in. Yeah, yeah. I got a public That's service funny. announcement. You forgot the last 10 yeah, minutes. I'm so of sorry. <laughs> I, I got caught it's, up in Guy Clark. Yeah, Guy Clark is Guy a good Clark distraction. Me up, he'll he'll he, fuck your memory up. He fucks me up, man. But I'll tell you... I will take another after this. I don't. Okay. This is not just me repeating a harvest moment just to be vulgar. Bite the bullet. It's about going down on a lady. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Definitely what it's about. I agree. Like we're not gonna, no, we're not going to fight you on that. There's yeah. no. There's no way it's not. Yeah. Right. Going down on a lady who's nationally renowned. So you're really in the true sense. Biting the bullet. He likes and to the make true a stream, meaning of the term. Stream. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean. What's the line? Boys coming from all around, bite the yeah, bullet, man. right? Carolina Queen, she's yeah. a walking love machine. Yeah. I'd like to make her scream right. when, I, when I bite the bullet. So you're putting okay your, when you Neil's put a your goddamn t- animal when in the I sack. Put my is what tongue we're on her clit. Okay, right. just say it, Neil. Well, so. not only that, when I put my mouth where a thousand cocks have been. Oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> that's Jeez, biting the bullet. Like, 
Jan Moshpit! Yeah, Jan Moshpit loves this conversation. Hey, if Jan Moshpit's here and he's into it. I won't eat pussy because it gets my Oakleys all greasy. Listen, <laughs> listen, guys who are afraid to take care of your woman. Yeah. Follow Neil Young's That's example. That's right. He's biting the bite bullet. The bullet. Yeah, he's be, biting the don't bullet. Don't be like fucking what's his name from uh, from the, the Sopranos. Sopranos. Don't be like Uncle Junior. Just admit yeah. it. Yeah. Just, don't be like Stephen Stills. Although Uncle Junior did go down on his lady. Yeah, and then but he, ended he up was like, in trouble for yeah, it. Yeah, but good for him that he still did it. Please your woman. Damn it! Now I gotta watch the Sopranos. Bite again the bullet, guys. The yeah. Time. This is, you know, you mentioned Joe Walsh, Russ. Or this again. He like, goes down like, on women as well. I don't know I for think a Joe fact. Walsh does. He does. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know what? I don't want to talk about this anymore because just thinking about Neil Young and Joe Walsh <laughs> performing Conolingus <laughs> is starting to actually make me feel a little nauseous. Is it though? Yeah, it is. Do you know that song it from Hair? Not. Which one? Sodomy. Oh, yes. Valencia. Yes. Yes. Conolingus. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah. That just made me think of that. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Thanks okay. for, for some reason. I don't want to. second <laughs> interlude. I just don't want to see those guys doing it. No, yeah, right. Well, which yeah. which, You'll see which Wolf 70s rockers do you want to envision uh, performing Cunnilingus? Oh, definitely them? Mark Boland from T-Rex. <laughs> um, I'd really like to see Meatloaf just really oh, go into town. Oh, my God. Bob. Really? I heard you mean Bob from Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> With his man, you want to see tits? Meatloaf going oh. down on Ellen Foley? I mean, Jack Black's dad in Tenacious D. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I heard he'll do anything for love, but he, he actually won't do that. <laughs> Weird Al. I think. I think. Oh, come on! <laughs> Where are we with the Weird Al situation? <laughs> come on! Did you email anyone? Listen. For Weird Al? Yeah. No, I haven't. Listen, what do you think Eat It's about? Sorry. Youngsters, get <laughs> ah, there it is. Luke. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Youngsters, get on Mike's shoe about getting Weird Al on the podcast. All right, podcast. I'll get Weird Al on, on the podcast. Just don't bring up the past three minutes of this. No, three minutes. Weird Al would love this. Three minutes of Cunnilingus. Enjoy yeah. the Cunnilingus conversation. I don't think you would. I, I love this tune for the, the geographic references, not just the vagina, <laughs> but like the care. Like, um, There's a bar. She was born and raised oh, okay. uh, at the top of the South, mm-hmm. you know. Because Carolina, oh, yeah. you know, you did Virginia, Carolina. This song also just kicks ass. It does. It's a great rock. It's like a road tune. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know what, you know? though, Luke? This is, talk about repetitive. You didn't like Hey Babe because Yeah, but it's different. It's different. This is different because it, it hits harder. Like, it's not just like a bing, bong, bong, like bopping along. It's like, not catchy. No, no, no. This is catchy. Oh, you see, okay. See, but, to but me, catchy with, is something but different. But the thing it's with, different hey, thing. the thing with Hey Babe, it's just like, it's just like, to me, like, this song catches your attention this song like fucking right. hits you where hey babe doesn't it just doesn't do anything for me it's not that it's a good or a bad song it just does nothing for me where this song i get the references he's making i also just like the way it moves i like when he hits that chorus that carolina queen it's just so well written musically yeah so i, I love know. it it reminds me like the way look out joe from tonight's tonight yes. reminded me of joe walsh yes. it has that same kind of yeah. Like that same kind of structure to it. No, in, I, I dig this. In the too. in uh, the vocals in this with with uh, Linda and Nicolette and Neil are just yeah. so powerful. They're I'm telling just, you, man, they are they are the so heroes good. of this album. Oh my god! At they, least the first side. Oh yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. And this song too, it's very like vulnerable. It's very like because Neil doesn't really. He never says I, I like I like to make her scream when I bite the. Yeah, he doesn't he's not, get that. Well, as we learned from the first episode, Neil Young is not sexy. <laughs> that right? is true. Yes. Right. Neil Young is not fun. He is in this album, though. But he is. He's much. very sexy on this song. He's, yeah, man. He's he's dipping. He's getting. You he's know, getting there. He's, he's getting, biting the bullet. Yeah, he he's he's got the will to love. I don't know what to that's tell right. You. There you go. Yeah. So this ends side one. Does this one end side one? So this is the bars album. Yes, you're like, right. It the does. bars side. Yeah. You know. So this is like getting wow. out shit faced, going drinking, 
and then you flip the album over, yeah. and it's side two, and it starts off with Star Bethlehem. It's night. It's night and day. Yeah. yeah, and it's this is getting home after the bars. And this is on decade. Is this on decade? Yeah. And this is on homegrown. Yes. Wow, I didn't realize. I forgot. I forgot yeah. Big strong Ben Keith there. Star, mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Ben Keith shines on uh, Homegrown in a big way, too. Agreed. Yeah. On the album. I also read, not to get uh, too far, this is the non-Crazy uh, Horse song, too. This is was recorded for Homegrown. In fact, I think this is the same version that's on Homegrown. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. It's I, on. It's the same one on decade. Yeah. Two. So this is a different band. So this is Elliot yeah. Mazur producing. This is Tim Drummond on bass. Right. And this is, uh, this is um, the incomparable Emily, Emily Lou's on Emily Lou Harris. Which you can hear her back. right away, and she fucking is awesome. She I've, is. Yeah. I, and I've, I've an always American been treasure. a sucker for Emily Lou. Oh God, yeah. Voice, and I feel man, like be, just... like for a certain genre, you haven't made it till you do a song with yeah. Emily Lou. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. up to like the late two thousands, anyone who duets with Emmy Lou. Like, I would love to do that. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like this, or not I feel like. I just want to quickly also, this uh, Carl T. Himmel on Star of Bethlehem, this song, on drums. Uh, great. He's got that sort of leave on shuffle mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, yeah. With the, with the brush, the wire brush sticks on the snare kind of a thing. And well, it's so, a really cool. Yeah. Spe- well, these are the Nashville guys. Yeah, on this yeah, one. yeah. So it's a totally different feel of this and song. Yeah. Spe- going back to Homegrown, which this is on. I read that it was Homegrown was going to come out, and Neil got stoned with, I think it was Rick Danko. Yeah, we talked about this. Did we talk about this? Tonight's yeah. Night, yeah. And, and it was the on one, the same tape. Yeah. And so Homegrown ends, and Tonight's the Night starts, and Rick Danko says, you're out of your mind if you don't. He says it in that Rick Danko way, you're out of your mind if you don't put this out. Do you agree you with know? that in hindsight? Yeah. I think what he actually I said do was, too. Crazy Chester followed me. <laughs> he said, Neil, it makes no difference. It makes no difference. If you well, put this the thing one is, out. The thing, is, the thing is, Neil's friend Chester came over and was right. like, do homegrown. And Rick was like, wait a minute, Chester. <laughs> yeah. I'm a peaceful man. That's okay, boy. <laughs> well, the thing is, Luke wanted a different album, but old Luke was waiting for the Judgment Day. Yeah. Right. I hear you, brother. <laughs> All right. Let's take I a hope, look at hope... this. Moshpit. Sorry. Dan Moshpit. Dan Mosper doesn't get your fucking references. He doesn't get your the band every references. Time, Play some I, Black Label every, Society, brother. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see you guys gearing up to do your Dan Mosh, but I have to go to the computer to make sure you don't sure oh, break you the feedback. Yeah, the veins start popping yeah. out in our neck. Yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, but so... What is this song about? This is quite possibly, up to this point, one of the saddest songs he's written, in That's my opinion. That's why I love it. But it what is it, so sad. Do you it's like just, it? I love it. Yeah, I do but too. It, and it's it's so beautifully written. It's just, it's it's like the the vibe totally changes. It's it's like there's no. Oh yeah, this is the shift. There's there's no hope. Yeah. Side one is you know? is is day, and this is night. Yeah, yeah. This is coming home after the bar. So you're yeah. shit faced. You're alone. Yeah. You you've tried to fucking score with the Carolina Queen. So this is now... Even the, that didn't work. You didn't bite the bullet. It's closing time, and she's the last one left there, you yeah. know, and, and, and you still can do... So you come home, and now you're thinking, I fucked up my but, life. But what is this? All my fucking... All my girlfriends are, and my wives are fucking hating me, and I but suck. I can't figure out what this song is about. Maybe the Star of Bethlehem isn't a star at all. Is he That's... T- yeah. Is he referencing religion? Is he talking about... What, what is he talking he's about? he's just talking about the thing that you think is... 
is 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 your savior kind yeah, of yeah yeah okay oh I it's, like that. it's like you think love is this you think that the star of Bethlehem leads you to the chosen one oh, the, the, your okay. chosen love uh, but but like that line says earlier all your dreams and your lovers won't protect you they're only passing through you in the end they'll leave you stripped of all that they can get to uh, and wait for you to come back again. Oh, man. So it's sort of, yeah, I think the way that he ends that song with that line about, because um, it starts, uh, the last line starts a little hopeful. He says, yet still a light is shining from that lamp on down the hall. Maybe the star of Bethlehem wasn't a star at all. So it's sort of, uh, I can't believe I didn't make maybe, that connection. Maybe he's saying it wasn't a star, but maybe it was somebody. Right. Maybe it was Jesus. Or maybe it was, it could be somebody for you. Maybe it's not a deity; it's an actual human being. Something right. about that could that could be your savior. Something about hearing this, or whatever you think it was, it isn't. That's, right? Well, and, something and about that. Yeah, true. Be something right. Else. Right. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like making me almost tear up a little bit. Yeah, it's a that. beautiful song. Man. It's really it's, it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah. It's, it's maybe the Star also, of Bethlehem I wasn't a star really at all. I also really love to and 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 as we do in our typical LMYY fashion, we're way over analyzing. But at the same time, right. It's cool to break these things down, and I like that, to me, the album cover, you know, you think, you look at the album, you see mm-hmm. the bars, right. right? You see this mess, this sort of, uh, I don't, I don't want to say mess, you know what I'm saying. No, that, it is that, a mess, Russ. It's, he's passed yeah. out, face down on the floor. Yeah. There's the yeah. Carolina it's Queen. Intentionally like, a mess. You can see her crotch. She's holding her a bullet. Yeah. And it's the Canadian, bottle and it's of whiskey. all that shit yeah. we've already talked about. But, so, in, in this sort of strange way, it's... It's American stars and bars. So stars comes first, mm-hmm. right? It's stars, then bars. But when we're looking at the album cover, and like you said, those first few songs, that's the, that seems to be the bars section, right. right? Yeah. Then when you flip it over, you have this really beautiful Native American, what America should be, could right. be, was mm-hmm. type of thing. And you get this song, which the title of it, like you said, is Star. Right mm-hmm. there, you have Star, and it's this really poignant, heartbreaking sort of thing where Luke just sort of said, oh, shit, I didn't even realize that. That's so, uh, you know, beautiful and gives me chills in this way where it's like, oh, wow. And to me, I love that Neil is saying, you think that the front, you think that the front is the front, mm-hmm. but really the back is the front. Right. Really what you think is not what's right. real. Because really, you need to fucking yeah. take a second and realize that what I'm really trying to say to you is right here. Yeah. You know, is the, back is the stars. Right. Not the bars. Yeah. And the, and the stars should be on the front, but I'm doing what I can. You know what I mean? It's sort mm-hmm. of this... It's... I just... And I know I'm overanalyzing, but I also think there's some... Neil doesn't even realize the things he taps into sometimes. And this, this song does that to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it flips shit on its head, you know? And he just, like, fucks with everything in his really beautiful fucking Neil Man sort of way. Mm-hmm. And this song, the way that it starts this side two, which is, like, a total shake-up of what you've already heard up right. to this point, right. is the perfect this way. This is the big Like you down. said, how we like, we, we think the, 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 that Old Country Waltz was the perfect start mm-hmm. for those. Yeah. This is the perfect start for exactly. what we have now. Because yeah. no matter how much you drink or how high you get, right. you're still going to come down at some point. Right. And, and maybe that star wasn't a star at all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's one of his saddest songs Man, to me. It, that I, line, yeah. the line, um, all you have is memories of happiness lingering on, is so 
I love the way he says that. Yeah, it's just if he lingers, so, he literally lingers yeah. that line on. Too. It's just so sad. But can you it's go such to that line, Luke? Tune, I don't know. If it's all you have is memories of It's great because he's still giving you that 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 country taste that you've been used to the whole time, but it's got a different feel. And like you said, it's from a different recording session. All new, different musicians, everything, right? So yeah, and it was done it, a couple like, of years earlier, so he was in a right. different place. So so you're used to having that country vibe this whole time. You still have Ben Keith doing his beautiful mm-hmm. thing. That sort of Guy Clark thing yep. carries over here, mm. but it's a way different vibe. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're on to something new here. We're on to something, like you said, really sad. And then when we go into Will of Will to Love, it's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I love this song. I love this recording of this song. Which I read, I'm sure we, we've all read the same thing. I'll let it play a little bit. This is one of those tunes I get lost in. Yeah, it creates man. a whole yeah. world. It's, a world. It's got its own like weather pattern and ecosystem. Yeah, there's something it's, eerie about this song. It is. It's he made it that way. I yeah. mean, he just. In, I think it's intentional. <clears throat> he yeah. did it with the fire popping and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I mean, obviously, he recorded I could point it by his some own big fire yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's what you hear the crackling of in yeah. the back. I think on the. I finally found it, Russ. That's what I was digging around for while you were yeah. talking. Is the the liner jacket? Yeah. But he, it's where he talks about where he recorded the different stuff right in the back there and yeah. who was part of it. But well, uh, he yeah. So he recorded that onto a cassette onto like a boombox. Yeah. And he took the cassette to Briggs, and they took it to his studio, Indigo Studio. Yeah. And the engineer was like, "I can't do anything with this. I mean, yeah. this is just." A, and Neil's like, "Oh no, you're going to do something with this." <laughs> and so he called Studio Instrument Rentals and got all these like he got the vibraphone he got a drum kit you know everything and they thought he was going to bring in someone to play and the engineer was like no it was just neil and neil's in there jumping from instrument to instrument mm-hmm. just playing along with the tune and yeah. then they added some vocals that on he had it already recorded like so even yeah. before yeah. i knew that shoot i wrote down when i was listening i wrote this sounds like a kid like i've been and luke has been and i'm sure you have been in your basement or living room or wherever you have a chance to be alone for a second with a tape record, like one yeah. of those shitty, yeah. just, or nowadays on GarageBand. Yeah, or back in the day with Animal Farm, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man. And a mullet. <laughs> we had awesome cassettes. I don't doubt it. But that, that's what this vibe is. It's, it's someone who found a second to get alone and has a little tape player and just wants to create some shit. And it doesn't matter what's playing in the, the ACs on, the fans on, your mom's yelling upstairs. Whatever it is, it's so cryptic. That's though. what's it's going so, on, and I and, agree and with he you. He just puts, he presses record, and then just starts fucking playing the song what? and whatever. It's a kid in his fucking room. But that that chord transition when he d- 
goes to that chorus that got the will to yeah. love. It's some, there's and something like and he's all, he's obviously harmonizing it. with himself, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can hear him like just little bits chiming in where no one else would do that. No one else has yeah. done that. You know, this he, this yeah. is all him. There's nobody it's else all on this him. song. This is it, and he he's just, doing it. Go to 550 on uh, there. Yes, play thank you. That, look, look at my notes. 550. Yeah, that's where the little kid thing comes in. It's it's like if you threw, that, put that a little guitar. kid in a studio. Yes. I wrote literally, Luke. I wrote exactly five. You can look at my notes. Five fifty. Yeah, turn it up a little. Baby, if I see boredom in your eyes, I love my river has run dry, but I won't turn back with that lonely child. I bought that ticket and I'll take that ride. I love that. I bought that ticket. I'll take that ride. Yeah, it's just the wah-wah, and he's got the vibes going on back in there. And then there's that point in the song where he's trying to play drums. Yeah, it's yeah. for like a quick second. I love that. Well, I yeah, love, it's too, just kinda you adds, pointed out yeah. the, the part that we just played. I wrote the same exact numbers, 550, where all of a sudden we're fucking fu- – we're almost six minutes into a song, and then all of a sudden you hear this weird guitar yeah. Yeah. come in out of nowhere – what makes it even weirder? But I, yeah. I love this. This and brings like, me. But, but it also it brings me right back to the old Laughing Lady, where he can write a full song, but he can space it out so it's almost a different. He j- he's not afraid to just like. Do you know how, you know the temp Russ? You know the temptation when you're in the studio to be like, this fucking accordion sounds good, so let's put it in the whole goddamn song. Yeah. Neil doesn't. He doesn't give in to that. He's like, you know what? I'm going to put drums in right here. Yeah, for like I'm going f- yeah. to do the wah-wah seconds. near the end. Just, to, just right? at the end. I'm going to put the effect <laughs> yeah. of my voice here and here, but yeah, yeah and then like, else. like when he there's, a, there's weird effects he adds, too, when he says the line about, I'm like a singer on a stage with the golden I lights love that and verse. liquid yeah. Uh, yeah. rage. Because it, it, becomes a, it has a different vibe all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like it adds to the it's lyric. It's like another chapter in the song. Yeah, it's like yeah. I said, he's... He's this all of a sudden David. We talk about Talking Heads. How David Byrne is this sort of wicked artsy fartsy kind of guy. Say David Byrne or Danger Bird. I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> but but Neil has in this song he's fucking around with that. He's yeah. being super artsy, but he's also like doesn't care that that's what he's doing. He's just like, oh, I'm singing about being a singer. He's got the will to so love. So I'm gonna add like a weird thing here. You know. Right. Well, it's a whole the whole thing is like based on the salmon. Yes, swimming upstream yeah yeah. You yeah, know, and, yeah and and mating and then you know so it's like that's why he there's a line there where he's like you know i can just i can't turn around yeah you know you can't turn around on that trip you got to go all the way this is a very and, sexual and album. so it's like even though star bethlehem is like you know i don't know if i'm ever gonna love again or anything like that this comes in saying well it's it's part of everyone it's you can say that like I just like I just got dumped or whatever. I'm never going to have another relationship again. Fuck line, love. You know, and, right before the one you're saying, which I think even amplifies what you're saying. Baby, if I see boredom in your eye, I'll know my river has run dry, but I won't turn back with that lonely tide. I bought that ticket and I'll take yeah, that ride. Right. So now yeah. we go back to is it song one with the take the ride? You know what I mean? So now it's a yeah. different, completely different version of taking a ride. You know what I mean? We're well, before, I think, before we're on a horse, and now we're in a stream, and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just this weird sort of thing that he does with the fish analogy. Right. And, 
Well, that's the fish analogy is the will to love. Like, yeah, a salmon or whatever fish will do that does it because it has to. Right. Yeah. And that's what he's saying is that we as humans, we have to do it. We have the will to love no matter how much we get hurt or how much we fuck it up. Right. You know, that's inside of us. There's yeah. nothing we can do about it. Yeah. We've got to take that trip. Yeah. yeah. You know, no matter where it's going to take. We get right. like he says, I dodge nets. Yes. get eaten by yeah. a bear or whatever yeah. or I, i'm a harpoon dodger you know yeah. and they're not gonna like trap me you know so it's like we got to do that yeah it's something that has to be done it's the stream right, right. Yeah. that's and we got to get into that right. stream yeah. and we got to get out there and do what's in you know what's like genetically inside of us it's yeah. part of our being you know but he said he said that this is he said it might be the best one of the best records i've ever made this record this, this song oh this song yeah he calls it a record I think he feels that way about a few of these songs, including the next one. Um, well, you know I'm a sucker, too, for just Neil alone with a, an acoustic fucking yeah. around. And and Will to Love, I agree. We Shoot. know that you're a sucker for it, anything acoustic. It <laughs> it takes me – it transports me, and I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a whole world. Yeah. And it's completely different it's like from Lord the rest of the, of the, album. the, rest it's of the like album. Lord of the yeah. Rings or something. You're in another fucking place. Don't, don't bring up Tolkien. When we're talking about Neil Young, Why all right. Not? If we're talking about Zeppelin or something, that's fine. fine. Whatever, don't fine. talk about fucking Tolkien. <laughs> Stephen, you know, you're man. a Rush guy. Dark Dark Tower. Tower. One of right. And Tolkien. when I'm talking about, first of all, they didn't talk about Tolkien. All right. They okay. talked about real science. Here's every Rush and real philosophy. Well, the wizards real. and no, the goblins wrong. went down you're to wrong. the Why don't you fucking fire. educate your fucking self on fucking Neil Peart's lyrics? All right. <laughs> It's Peart. I just watched the uh, Peart. I just watched the. It's, it actually um, is Peart, though. The the Trailer Park Boys episode where they crashed. With Alex the, Alex Lifeson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's great. He's so fucking funny. Alex Lifeson is hilarious. What a man. great sport too to just like. Oh, play they, along they're with fu- that. you know despite like their music and stuff like they take their music seriously. They don't take themselves seriously at all. Yeah. yeah. You know, was, if you ever go to Russia, they're always showing like videos in between songs. Oh really? Look, making themselves look like dude. That episode was yeah, like it made me genuinely happy. Where yeah. bu- Bubbles comes out and like sound checks the guitar. Alex, for doesn't, Alex. Alex doesn't get enough credit either. Man, he, he gets he, zero credit. You yeah. hear about Getty and Neil. And Neil right, that's all Alex. you hear about. Alex, uh, come yeah, on. he's amazing. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a big Tolkien head. No, he's to not shoes. a Tolkien head. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I, I, Fuck you in the it's ass. It's getting to the Russ has to pee part of the podcast. So I really have to pee. Like oh wait, are we getting this? Because I had something. No, he had more on. He had I was a joke. I was a joke. I have a couple of cool things about Will to Love. One. He that cassette he used to record it, yeah, was music from the Stills Young Band sessions. No way. Yeah, that he had brought, you know, that he had brought no back to listen to and way. stuff, and he had laying around, and he's probably looked at it and said, "I'll just record over this." That's awesome. Yeah, and he actually, after he he went to the studio and added all that stuff to it, he brought the song to a Crosby, Stills and Nash session that they were recording an album in Miami. And he brought it down there to see if they would want to actually do it and redo it. And David Crosby said, no, you got something good here. Just keep it as it is. Yeah. You know, and what's funny about that is that an engineer came in during the sessions. They said, There's some weird guy out there peeing in the bushes in the parking lot. <laughs> it was fucking Neil Young. <laughs> was the, do you, did he record that song off a of homegrown Florida around the same time, I wonder? Um. Because as this, it has the same kind of weird vibe as this. Yeah, song to I don't me. know. I don't. I don't know if not it was that around. it's a, even a song, but interlude is what right. you call it. Maybe, yeah, I don't or? know. I don't know if that's um, like if that was recorded during the homegrown sessions, or if it was something that him it, and it, I mean, it made it onto homegrown. So him and um, 
It was that was just him and Ben Keith. So yeah, maybe that ben was just was doing specifically that weird for shit. Homegrown because yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. him by himself. Yeah. But I thought that was great. He recorded over Steele's Young Band stuff, and then he brought it to Crosby, Steele's, Nash and Young. They were probably like, "You're fucked. Fuck yeah. this." <laughs> We're not putting this. You recorded this on a cassette? Fuck you. Go back to your shitty crazy horse band. <laughs> you know? Don't come in here with that lo-fi shit with us. I do. I love, And like you said, it's literally the most different song from all the rest of these. Yeah. Even it's, more it's own than, world. than like a hurricane. But it's so different. But it just, it's so creepy and like good creepy. Like it's like it draws me in or something i can't explain it yeah it's it's the earring it's it's yeah. just many layers and atmospheres and atmospheric uh, is a good word yeah and, yeah or something and the, that, the effect on his voice and the know? and the fire in the background just like <clears throat> seals the deal. yeah the random crackling and then the randomness yeah. of some of the playing like the drums yeah you know, and some of the, the wah-wah guitar and stuff like that. And even some of the vibes. At first, the vibes kick in. It sounds really sweet. But then yeah. in the middle, it sounds like, it sounds like a five-year-old Russ yeah. playing on a, like a play school fucking xylophone set or something yeah. like that. He's yeah. just like going crazy on it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely a standout. And he thinks it's like the greatest thing ever. You know, <laughs> him, and, him and Briggs think, you know, thought it was like Briggs thought this was like the greatest well, thing he's ever done up until that point. Not, and not, again, not to jump the gun twice, but – Went going into like a hurricane, which is the song after this. I think that is his favorite. I think, and I don't know if he's ever said this publicly, but I've read that he plays like a hurricane at almost every show he does. From from the time it was recorded, he just never stops playing. That's funny because Will to Love. That's the only time he's played and sang that song. Wow, he's never played it live. Because he couldn't, didn't he say he's tried a bunch of times it was and he just, just can't? Yeah, first can't. of all, he said he was high on all sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, you can't replicate that. Right, yeah. and it was the, t- the time no and place. Plus, yeah, he said it was in a weird, the verses were kind of off. Yeah. They weren't exactly the same, like, length of time apart or something like that. Or mm. Yeah, so he's never played it live. That's the only time he's saying that. Where, like a hurricane, that's weird, because like, yeah. like you said, and he's I like played that he it puts those time. back to back. Because I, I think he really loves this album. Especially yeah. these last couple songs here. Yeah. You want me to just hit like well, a hurricane? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, too, I just went and pissed, and there's like a uh, mostly clear sky, dark over there, but lightning and thunder. So perfect intro oh. into. Yes. That's a segue, Russ. Yeah. <laughs> were I, you need, I, need more, I need more margaritas. You were saying you were scared to take a pee out there? No. A little bit? Well, not you. I just skydived. How many times is that going to come up over the next I definitely like this song. I mean, how good is it on? I'll get to the chorus. One of the best Neil songs ever. That's incredible. Dude, it's uh, a alleg- so? it's allegedly about 
a woman he was talking to at a bar. They were him and and uh, the horse and Briggs. They were all out drinking. This was during Zuma when they were recording Zuma, and a girl he met at the bar that he calls Gail, which I think is a joke, because Gail, right? You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, Gail yeah. Bedecker from Breaking Bad. I get it. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Or Gail the Snail from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> But um, no, we know. What you mean. Uh, yeah, we know what you mean. Apparently, yeah, like he was totally taken with this woman, but nothing, nothing came of it, and so they all went home and they went up to some cliff near Malibu to hang out and do coke, and he started <laughs> writing the the lyrics on the car on a piece of newspaper he found on the car. Really? Yeah, and he just kind of wrote it all, and then he played it all night on some kind of pump organ he had back at the house. Huh. Like all night long, he was playing it, and he pretty much drove all the other guys away. You know, because he kept playing it over and over again, trying to get it down. I think so. This is where James Blunt got the uh, inspiration for. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, it's true. I saw your face in a crowded place, and I don't know what to do, cause I'll never be with you. Which was about. Oh, that song. really is. Yeah, Which that is, really yeah. is like it's that. The same exact. Except Neil like nice worded it infinitely better. Good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just an infinitely better song. I, right. Yes. I honestly, I honest, talent, musician. You started I singing. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. But I was listening to the words. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's the same thing. You don't know that yeah. song? Oh, I know the song. Yeah. I just shut it off when it starts, oh, yeah. usually. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I feel like Josh Dolan would love that song. Jo- that's a Josh Dolan That's a JD song. song for yeah, sure. absolutely. A yeah, he loves that shit. Yeah, he does. Also, yeah. Josh Dolan definitely like gets the fuck down to closing time by semi song. Oh, you know he does. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. 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 That was probably our senior fucking song. You know, probably like anytime Josh is at a bar and they're like, last call, he goes to a jukebox, plays yeah. it, and then just looks around. Like, you know that song's with about. That creepy like smile he does. To- like a lonely yeah. tear while he does that weird smile. That was your senior song? Probably. That song's know. about having a baby, you know. What, closing yeah. time? Yeah. Really? It's about his wa- the guy's wife was overdue on their baby. And so he was thinking, it's closing time. You got to leave. Everybody's got to get out of the bar. Really? So he was. It was totally based I'll on say the, this the about kid not coming around. Dan Wilson, the sem- the guy from Semisonic, okay. yeah. uh, very underrated songwriter. He does a lot of ghost songwriting for different bands. He wrote so- songs for Adele. Huh. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Good um, for him. Someone like Cha-ching. you. Yeah. Really? He, he wrote someone like you. Someone like you. Talk about a catchy song. He yeah. wrote that. He may Holy have co-wrote fuck. it with her, but he was part of the writing Still. process. Still. Yeah. That's yeah. a good chunk of yeah. change. And a great, just a great. Oh, yeah. Look up his solo stuff. It's really good. Dan Wilson. Yeah. But. I have nothing to base this on except for the fact that he's played it on every live album since he wrote it. Dan Moshpit. I, th- <laughs> I think he's th- gonna get that in there. <laughs> I think this is Neil's. I think this is the song he's the most proud of. I you don't think know so? why, but my gut tells me that. Huh. I think he fucking loves the shit out of this song, and it's a great song to be proud. It of. It is. It's I a beautiful tune. I don't know if it's in my. I don't think it's in my top ten. It's not in mine. But I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But to me, I think he was like. So he did Zuma. First of all, Zuma was incredible. Way better than it should have been. No artist should have the run that Neil has for no. the, those first nine albums. No. So I wonder if when he's at, at his 10th, he's like, okay, this is insane. The Beatles had long since broken up. Do you know what I mean? His, yeah. A lot of his idols had stopped making good music. And not that the Paul and John, I mean, they all made good. But what I'm saying is right. like, it's, it's very hard for an artist to make it this far. So his 10th album... I think this song came out, and I think he just was very proud of it. And this uh, is based on nothing except my own. That's weird gun. because they recorded it 
for Zuma, but he didn't want to put it on there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he just didn't think they got it right. And it was because of, I think, the rhythm. And it was Poncho, Frank San Pedro, who kind of started playing it differently when they were packing up in the studio. This song almost didn't happen. This song was almost one of those songs where they didn't hit the record button huh. because the engineers thought, okay, we're he done for the night. synthesizer on this. Yeah, yeah. so he, he did something that Neil liked. And he sings. And so Poncho, I mean. the engineer shut the tape off. Okay. And then Neil's like, no, let's do that. And they start playing, and the engineer went over and hit it. That's why it kind of has that weird just little kind of yeah. click-in start to it. And so it almost didn't get recorded. Weird. Yeah, but then he didn't want to put it on Zuma. And then also, um, when he sang it, it, he didn't like his vocals because he had just had throat surgery. Oh, I read this. Yeah. yeah. And so he added, it's one of those few tunes where he added vocals later. Afterward. Yeah. This song definitely doesn't have the same vibe as Zuma. Like, you don't Z- think so? No. I think it could fit I on agree. Zuma pretty I well. Just mean I don't think this, it could. I just no? mean the production, the the the. the, the if you listen to Dangerbird or Cortez or any, or they're very mystical. It's it it just it has a different uh, feel in my ears than this one does. Agreed. But I will say that this one, why I think, to your point, Luke, that I think Neil loves this song is because if you go on YouTube and you just look up any fucking Neil Young performance other than like the acoustic shit, meaning whether it be acoustic guitar and harmonica or organ and piano, whatever, but him on electric with a band. You'll almost always, guaranteed, see Neil either beating the shit out of his guitar, whether he's like on the bent down in front of the amp, like banging it with his hand and smacking it. And he, there's one uh, where he does a day in the life with Paul McCartney, where yeah. all of his strings Every break string, off, yeah. and he just whips them around. He, th- this song is the first song to me in his career where you really feel that live performance of him fucking the guitar in that way more than Cortez yep because okay. if you listen to this song he it's insane yeah it's insane he's doing shit with his guitar that's like what because with Cortez he's still playing he's still playing a solo in a way that makes sense for the song and I get that this song, you're like a hurricane and I'm blown away, so that makes the sense for the guitar to be like a hurricane. But he's still like smacking the guitar. You can hear him like doing shit where he's like, really, it, it's different. It's not the same as Cortez. Cortez is, is wild, but it's orchestrated in a way. Who had the better hurricane-themed song? Dylan or Neil? Mm, that's a tough one, that man. Because Hurricane, Hurricane is such is a great, song. really good. That's a good. It tells a great. Which story. one came out first? Uh, Dylan's. Was it Dylan's? Was Desire? Uh, yeah, this is seventy-seven. So it ne- when did Desire come out? Desire was right around this time. I feel uh, like because it was see. right after Blood on the Tracks. Mm. I don't know, man. I, I feel like Dylan was probably first. Let me see though. But do you, does that? Do I, am I making no, sense? No, no. You totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I haven't heard. Neil do the shit that he does with the guitar that he now does live all the time and has done for since probably the late seventies, eighties, where you see him live and he's just I mean, we've seen it. He just fucking he's he doesn't yeah. care. He's just he's you, fucking you know Neil, that man. Neil hair where it's yeah. flapping around. It's like that video I posted on our yes. Facebook yeah. page. Any of, those, yeah, 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 yeah. of Cortez. Or like the Tuscaloosa. This to me is the cover. first recording where you really hear that. Yeah. And you first hear it in Decade, don't you? This is on Decade. Yes, it is. So yeah, 
Let me just find out that Bob Dylan, um, so we can get that right. So we're. we're I think it's just a beautiful song of of a of a just. It, so it's Bob it's Dylan, like a beautiful the, tune of a moment, you know that that you've, we've all been through, whether it's with another person yeah. or or like a or an opportunity or situation that has passed, you know. And it's I don't know. It's a it's a beautiful song, man. I agree. Yeah, I I love it. Um, I don't. Bob need... Dylan's Desire came out in '76. Oh, okay. but, wow! But he wrote this. When was this written? During so Zuma, so '70 what five? Yeah, yeah. So he wrote this before. And Bob Dylan, Dylan sat in on the Zuma sessions. Oh, that thieving little bastard. Or is Bob Dylan? A time-traveling Van Helsing. Okay, but... Uh, Chasing Neil. (laughs) Chasing Neil across the cosmos. Uh, I don't know. That's good. Okay, the Hurricane Bob Dylan song was originally released in 75. Recorded in 75. Okay. Let me see when... And Zuma was recorded in 75. It came out, like, what, six months after Tonight's the Night, I think. Yeah. Again, Dylan... Also, can Lifting you hear? Off Neil. Uh, I want to go back to Will to, the Love just while I'm looking at this. You know what else I love to hear in Will the Love is you? Is it just me or can you hear his like nose whistles, like his nose breathing? Yeah, I don't know. It's like when Babe plays the harp on our <laughs> records. You can hear his. <laughs> um, anything else about this song? No, because this is, again, this is like the after the after the party after yeah. the bar hopping song, you know, and he had that chance with Gail. Gale, fucking Gale, man, and uh, and like he totally missed it. She was you like, know? "Will you bite the bullet?" And he's like, "Maybe mm, in a year." I don't know. I'm gonna go out to the cliff with my buddies and do some coke. <laughs> this is like the same exact time. Couple I of think, hurricane. I tunes. think that Dylan stole the idea. Uh oh. Dylan showed up at the Zuma. He session. showed up Uh-oh. at the Zuma sessions. Yeah. Cause. Uh, this is the so story that was how 70, I stole that was 75. Da, 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 da. 75 November. Mm-hmm. Dylan, uh, I could be wrong, but this uh, same time, November 75. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking Neil, man. All right, what do we got? What, what's up? Let's, All right, we're on homegrown now. Anybody else just love this song? Yes. So great tune. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. This one, to me, it doesn't fit. If you had to pick one that didn't fit, it would be this, but I love this song. I mean, obviously it's this, this would have been a good closer for side one if they could have fit it. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. it was recorded in the same session. It's just so, it's just so fucking loose. Yeah. It's ramshackle. Yeah. It really is. And, and I, know, I know Neil's been... I can't... Which version do you like better, this one or the homegrown version? See, that's tough. I like this one. You know what my favorite version is? The one where he's on his porch playing to the chicken, man. (laughs) (laughs) The one on homegrown, like it's so different. The album is so different. Well, that's that. Can you play the Nashville one? Can you go to the homegrown album? Yeah, man, it's a totally. It's a Nashville band. I'm. I don't know. I. I can't. It's a totally different feel. The one on Homegrown. Either way, it's such a good song. Yeah, and this one's just. This one's more. This one's. It's Crazy Horse. It's a crazy. horse. Yeah, it's Crazy Horse. So it's a little more lively. This one's country. This is off of Homegrown. Which I don't want to do any kind of spoilers, but we'll probably be talking about this in 2022. (laughs) So if you. 
don't want it spoiled, what we're going to say about the song, turn it off right now. I do like the intro. I like them both. Yeah, the intro's nice. He doesn't, he's just like, yeah, it's homegrown. You know what I mean? Was Levon on this song? No. I don't think so. No. This is the horse? No, this is the this Nashville, Nashville guy. So I think probably, Tim Drummond's on here, but Tim not Lee. Drummond, Drummond. Yeah. And, and Carl. Ben Keith is here. Ben Keith's always yeah. yeah. This is good, though. This version is real good. What's the bass? Oh, yeah. shit. I don't know now. I thought I liked... That's what I mean. It's hard to pick. Because he's not fucking around with this either. He's not fucking around. They're very different. I like that this intro's longer. I like that it's, you know... Agreed, yeah. Let's get to the singing bass here. See, this is this is stoned Neil. Yeah. This is honey like, slide Neil, and then and then American Stars and Bars. It's it's tequila. I Neil. like yeah. I like I. It's hard. I I dig the intro of that more. I like that it's a little looser. Uh, uh, takes longer. He's. I like them both, man. But I I what I I, I enjoy the tempo more of the uh, crazy horse. I agree. Yeah. And I yeah. like yeah. the looseness. And I like better. it a little yeah. more. Compact. I like a little more tequila-ish. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I like when they all just harmonize right, and it all the instruments drop out. So the fit. My, I was gonna. I wrote that down. One of my favorite parts of this version is that end where it just goes to the the vocals at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homegrown is the way it should be. You hear Ben back Homegrown in there. Homegrown yeah. is a good thing. Plant that bell and let it ring. Homegrown. I love this. Right yeah. I really like this. Yeah. Homegrown. Well, I think it's a good. You know, it's out of place on this side of the album, but I think it's a good end because it's a great it, like, end. You get home from the bar, you go through the Star of Bethlehem thing and the Will to Love, and then the Agreed. missed opportunity like a hurricane. But you know what? In the end. You have some weed stashed away, yeah. yeah, and then you're still like, "All right, cool. Yep. I'm gonna get stoned, watch Three Stooges, and some Luchador tequila, some Luchador tequila, some yeah. awesome mix." I, some I love lime. too that he he backs it up, like he sings about fucking homegrown planting and shit, and then he does all those farm aids, he does all yep, that shit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's such a that's such a. It, he it doesn't might, just sing be, about you shit. Might, you he might backs hear that all and of you it. Think on. it's kind of cheesier, but that's a great line. Plant that bell and let it ring. Yeah. It's like you don't get to ring the bell unless you fucking That's work for it. That's a goddamn tattoo. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is, man. Like a Dan bell. Moshpitz get that on his neck. That's a hardcore tattoo. I'll plant that bell in your forehead. I'll plant that barbell in your forehead. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry. A, a Sorry, bell Dan. growing out of, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah man. I, I dig that. Well, let, like it's plant like, that bell. Let it ring. Let everybody know. You know, you don't have to buy... What the big companies are yeah, growing. You, don't you need know, the you can do this yourself. Shit. You can grow you don't your need own the veggies. Big Mac, Lukey. Yeah, you can make your own Big Mac. Yeah. Of course, it's never going to be as good as you know with their Mac sauce, but still, you can make your own. Listen, Shu. Just because I don't got people just bringing me fucking subs I know, and I know, Big Macs, okay? I, I, yeah, I've I've been hey, given Shoe, all I my food. Love you, hey, Shoe, Shoe, let me buy yeah. your next sub. I know. Hey. I get everything for free. Everybody hey. thinks I'm a millionaire, hey, and I get Shoe, everything say for hi free. To You're absolutely Carrie right. Me, hey, Shoe. I fucking love you. How's Greg? I fucking love it, though. Let me tell you something. Give me a, give me a fucking shout out next podcast. Dude, I'll buy a couple hey, grinders. Grinders. Hey, Shoe, my cousin's uncle's brother's mother's daughter's fucking father told me that. 
you once once fucking got on the fucking tee at the fucking Malden Station. Hey, shoot, we were listening to your fucking show down at Revere Beach Boulevard. Uh, that's incorrect because you couldn't get AAF in Revere. Oh, really? <laughs> is that true? Yes. That's wild. We you couldn't, you the... couldn't get AAF in the parking right. lot of AAF. We were listening to fucking AAF <laughs> yeah, down crazy, in Eastie and fucking. Yep. No. <laughs> Boston Metro, nearly impossible. Man, how do we go from that from fucking home? I know, really? <laughs> That's a great what story. the fuck? It's the tequila. Yeah. All right, what else Well, there's we got? American That's Stars it? and Bars. That is. That's, I love this album, man. Same. You know? Way more and I didn't really I list, seriously listen to this album until, I like... I hadn't either. Like, well, no, either. I mean, about 10 years by. ago, it just I just saw, like, an article and some, like, uh, Ultimate Classic Rock or one of those, you know, websites, and I was like... You know what? I'm going to check this out. I've never really listened. I mean, I knew like a hurricane, but I've never really listened to the record. Same and I just yeah. loved it. You know, and, and it's it really is like a blueprint for you know country rock. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like real yeah. good country but rock. But it, it yeah. also has the the side too. You know, so yeah, yeah right. It's not just that. Yeah. It, it, well, like you all said, his albums has, are like that, yeah, though. Yeah, it's he, yeah. he kind of like, oh, I want to put this here, and I want to, and I have this song, yeah. and, and doesn't matter if you recorded it Neil, then man. or five so years no one else ago. Does yeah, that fucking shit. Neil. Man. Else we, that weirdly shit. enough, this was the hardest one for me to pick a top three. Did you guys do that this time no. around? I didn't. Yeah. W- what do you got, Shu? I could do it on the fly, but um, maybe on the McFly. McFly on the, on the Marty. <laughs> there had to be a fucking Back to the Future reference. Of course. You. Holy shit. Oh, like a hurricane, baby. Oh, Jesus. Don't let you talk about whatever you're talking about. Just a dream. If you couldn't hear it, youngsters, we just had a loud a thunder boom. We had a thunder boom. It's like a hurricane out here right did now. Did those pick up in that last one we did? The on one Harvest? Did one, two on Harvest, two of them did. did. Yeah. yeah. What do you got for a top three? Because I want to get out of this before this power goes out. Okay. Um, I got to say my number one is uh, that's tough. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's a tough one, man. I, I don't know if I, I'll be able to do it. It's really tough. It's between Like a Hurricane and actually Hold Back the Tears. Okay. I love Hold Back the Tears. Yeah, but I love Like a Hurricane. But what's your two and your three? So, um, my so you, th- go, you got it? You got uh, No. My three would be uh, number three, Bite the Bullet. Number two, Hold Back the Tears. Number one, Like a Hurricane. I think my three... And I feel weird not having, like, a hurricane on here. But I think my three is homegrown. My two is bite the bullet. And my one is saddle up the Palomino. Wow. I just cool. fucking really that like is it. A I, dig, I dig it, That's man. That's tough, man. I, yeah. hold, uh, so, Hey Babe would be, I think, in my top three. Really? Yeah, it's a good okay. tune, yeah. man. That's a good song. I, don't want, I can't not put, like, a hurricane. And I can't not put homegrown. It's so tough. I think that's, this that's one my tough. top three. Because they're all—it's a very even playing field for this album. I feel. And, like. I, and yeah. after doing those double listens, this version is better to me. I think yeah. a little bit better because I like the tempo. They're so different. And though. I yeah. like the vocal yeah. change. I like the going to the vocals at the end of the so, song. So yeah. I already told you my cut was "Hey Babe." What would you guys cut if you had to cut one? I cut "Old Country Walls." I would cut "Old Country Walls." Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. Right. I, mean, I don't that's want fair. to. I don't. I don't want no, to. I like that's it. Fair. I like yeah. it too, but it's just kind of like the rest of yeah. them are just. I like them better. It's no, so hard, fair. man. I want, I want hold back to tears and saddle up the Palomino and bite the bull- like, right, and yeah. star Bethlehem. That whole first side is awesome. Just the whole, the whole album like, is great. Yeah. Will to love is just he just it, it is so just, hard. This one was hard. I'm, I did I'm not actually, expect this one to be hard. And it's I'm really glad hard. he didn't. In hindsight, he didn't split those songs for Chrome Dreams and Homegrown. I'm glad the way things came out being me now in 2020. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyway, that was American Stars and Bars. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening to uh, Long May You Can Young. Can I give a quick shout-out Instagram? We didn't do an Instagram thing. Rusted Out Garage um, is the name of this this person who started following us and responded to when I posted about our uh, Zuma episode, and they said, dude, the whale shit had me dying. <laughs> the whale, that's right. So, yeah, the whale bone just a comb. Quick the whale out, bone comb. Quick shout out yeah. to Rusted Out Garage. Nice. Nice. And uh, we, sh- we should definitely mention that we are a part of Pantheon Podcasts, yep. Yep. Um, which is a podcast group that specializes in music-based podcasts. There's so many good ones. Literally so many good, and they're all good. I haven't listened to a bad one yet. Yeah, there's a ton of them. So you can check them out, pantheonpodcast.com. Yep. I think is the place to go there. Yeah. All right, so yep. what's up next? What are we doing I think now? it's Comes a Time, I believe. Yeah, that's right, Comes a Time. Which I haven't listened to at all, except for the song Comes a Time. Yeah. So. Well, that should be, that was like, I think his bestseller. Yeah, well, then Comes a Time, and no, now this is time. time. That was it. his bestseller since Harvest. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, we'll get into uh, that Should and more we have next Timmy week. Timmy on this one, or no? he wants to wait for the uh, oh yeah the other one, the, the one Willie, with, the, with the Willie, Willie and Wallen one. Yeah, old ways. Old ways. He wants to wait yeah. to old. He wants ways. to come in for he, old ways. Timmy loves old ways. Really? Yep. Wow. He's a big Willie Wallen. Well, guy, and, I mean, okay. if you listen to if you listen to Town Meeting's new album, Make Things Better, now available on Spotify and <laughs> Apple Music and on vinyl. Uh, Tim, the song Tim wrote, it's called Eulogy, but you can you can yeah, feel, that's a great song. You, but you can feel even in that the. The Willie, like, it, I mean, it's definitely a harder hitting song, but that the boom, chicken, boom, chicken, boom, chicken. But anyway, listen to Eulogy on by Town Meeting. All right, let's get the hell off of this. Yeah, we'll see you next for comes. You time. guys want some more margaritas? Yes, please start okay. pouring right, right now. Bye, youngsters. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.